Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool cat, man. I got a little taco meat on my chest. But I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it <laughs> down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. At the Burlington... Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the f*** just happened. Did not flub at all. It send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host... Clip Brock. All right, we got a new open. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on this Wednesday. Clip Brock here with you one day closer to the Charlottesville Regional. We're getting you ready for that here on Pirate Radio all week long and mixing in some football talk on today's show as well. Thanks for tuning in on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on YouTube and Facebook Live. Already got some folks hanging out in there, and we're glad you are along for the ride as we will talk to a lot of different guests on today's program. First up, in about 25 minutes or so, we'll talk to Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9, as he will uh, talk about his UNCW Seahawks playing in a regional we'll talk some pirate baseball and some ecu football got some schedule news to get to some kickoff times for some games early in the season so we'll get to that in just a moment patrick mason is headed to charlottesville before he does we'll talk to him right here inside the pirate radio studios he joins us about an hour from now also in hour number two eric ward you remember him from ecu marketing he is now at virginia he'll give us a scouting report on the baseball team tell folks what they need to know regarding tickets parking and also maybe some local spots to hit up while you're in charlottesville this weekend so we'll talk to eric ward coming up hour number two of today's show hour three we will talk some pirate football with ryan mcmanus he is the director of football operations at east carolina they've got camps coming up we'll talk about that the off season and how the pirates are looking as they get ready for the 2023 season a date with michigan up first and uh, we have a kickoff time for that so we'll talk some kickoff off times with ryan mcmanus as well coming up in two hours and in hour number three the hero from the 2016 charlottesville regional travis watkins will join us we'll uh, look back at that memorable moment in pirate baseball history we'll uh, talk about what travis is up to today and relive some great moments with the former pirate captain and former pirate catcher he'll join us here on the show so we got a great lineup for you here on a wednesday We've got you and your comments and your questions, and we have Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and the big dog, Glenn Griffin, here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. How are we doing, peoples? Doing good. Can't complain. That's how good to you, hear. How are you doing, Clipper? Uh, I can complain, but you know what? I choose not to uh, because there's so much great going on right now, so much to look forward to, so much anticipation for this weekend. I'm excited. You might not want to answer this, but if I had to say, all right, if you want to complain, what are you going to complain about? No, I, I'm I'm not going to complain. Okay, all right. It's it would that's only I, that's what I literally said. I said yeah. you don't have to, and it would only bring us down. And you know what? I ain't I ain't trying to come back down from this cloud, like Bush once said, like Gavin Rosdale once said. Let's stay grounded. Let's not get down. Let's stay positive. Because like you said, we have a lot going on this week. 
starting on Friday, we're going to have a well, lot of I'd fun. Well, I'd say we'd start today. We can start today, but <laughs> when it comes to regional time, when it comes to the I would NCAA, say culminating on Friday. How about that? <clears throat> culminating on Friday. Uh, coming up Friday, it's going to be a lot of fun starting at 6 o'clock. We'll have a watch-along at 7, but we'll also have a pregame show coming up at 6 o'clock for ECU and Oklahoma. we got a tiebreakers ECU baseball preview coming up 6 o'clock live right here on Pirate Radio. We'll be on Facebook and YouTube as well. Uh, tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork, also downtown in Winterville on Railroad Street. We'll be enjoying some great tiebreakers wings and hanging out, getting you ready for the game. Then at 7, we go on Facebook and YouTube only for our watch party. So you can hang out with us coming up Friday night as the Pirates take on Virginia and we'll have a lot of talk about that game today thursday and uh leading up to the uh, first pitch on friday we got pike hanging out uh in north myrtle beach today hope you're doing well pike and thank you all for tuning in give us a like give us a share a subscribe do just do what you do craig says positive clip and full effect that's right uh bringing the positivity here today on a wednesday you know what else i got excited about earlier today uh, some, some little pirate football nuggets mm. that are being tossed out there. We'll have a countdown for you tomorrow. I'll ask Shirley to do uh, do me a favor. And back it up? Yeah, I'll ask her to back it up, and we'll also count it down on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Well, now we can count it down to the second because we have a kickoff time for ECU and Michigan. My prediction on the network was wrong. I was, it was more of a hope than a thought. It was a, hey, how about a big noon kickoff on, the, on Fox? On Fox. There right, he goes. Right after the pregame. It goes, There he goes. Mason Garcia. Rajay Harris. My Molly guy. Good. There he goes. He's my guy. To the house. I don't think we're going to get Gus. Nah. Unfortunately. Not on Peacock. By the way, I'm sorry to spoil it. <laughs> wow. Sorry to spoil it. I'm sorry. So much to learn about this. I, maybe I'm just talking about a bird. Maybe I'm, I'm not talking about a channel. I'm just talking about a bird. You know, uh, yeah, folks, we're on Peacock. Chandler spoiled that whole lead up. I had was really building to something. A crescendo. All right, uh, let's, let's go back in time. I didn't say it. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right, you know, Chandler, I was up. hoping we would be on Big Noon. Uh-huh. Like they have the pregame show on Fox. And would lead right into kickoff on Fox Big Noon. And who knows, maybe Gus Johnson would be on the call for that. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> Rajay Harris, my Speed guy. Oh. But I don't think we're going to get Gus Johnson. Do you know Do you know why I think that? Why? You know why. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> because we're going to be on something else? That's right. What is it? Peacock. Oh, my God. I'm what, so glad I didn't spool that. What channel is that? How do you get your bunny ears, your rabbit ears, to Peacock? Peacock is a streaming service. Better get it now, folks. I am a Peacock subscriber because you do get WWE Network with it, so I watch the pay-per-views. Uh, I've watched some some other stuff up there as well. But, um, yeah, it'll be on Peacock a- exclusively. There's not a, a channel it will be on. So, you know, it's 2023. I'd say for, a, I don't know, I don't want to speak for others. But a, a number of people know how to access it. There, access it. There are still pirate fans who obviously wanted to be on regular TV, and and I would choose that option as well. But uh, that would not be the case. You know who now I'm scared might be announcing this game? Who? Little Little Collinsworth. Oh no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big Jack fan. 
Jack Consworth. That's just a just a thought. He just sounds a, just like his dad. Just, scary. That's just a prediction. I was about to say. Uh, and you know what? I like Chris Collinsworth, but he is annoying at times. And you know why maybe I don't like Jack? Because you said he sounds like his dad. Jack does play-by-play. So he's talking more than his dad than his dad on a broadcast. I mean, he's saying here's a guy more than his dad does because he's the play-by-play guy. Every snap that's Here's taken. a guy that just ran for three yards. Here's a guy dropping back. Here's a guy handing it off. Here's a guy with a touchdown. Uh, but uh, that has not been confirmed. That is speculation on my part. It'll be ECU and Michigan high noon on Peacock. First ever meeting between the Pirates and Wolverines. I was just thinking about this, but I was like, I think this is the first time that ECU football will be on a streaming device or a, or a streaming service. That is wrong. Well, well, was well it first m- of all, we've been on ESPN Plus, which is the streaming service. That is true. But... I think I know where you're going with this. This is not necessarily a streaming service. It is a, yeah, a it's social, on a social media platform. A social media platform. But East yeah. and Marshall That's was right. on Facebook Live. It was on CBS Sports Network's Facebook Live. And I will never forget watching that game. The great comeback for the ECU in that game. Yeah. Uh, Holton Naylor scoring a receiving touchdown in that game. But I remember us having the laptop set up on a Bud Light case in there. We were watching it on your laptop. Oh, we yeah. were watching some other games on the big TV. Because we could not get Facebook through Roku. Right. So, yeah, we had a, a laptop here. We had another game there. Um, and and the production was, was good because it was CBS Sports. And they do a good job. Everything is very crisp up there. Plus, you get the the CBS Sports theme song, which I guess will be going away. What are you doing? That was March Madness. It was. What is the CBS one? Dun 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 yeah. And I'm going to forget it just like I just forgot it just a while ago. Um, so, how are we feeling about that? How are we feeling about Peacock? John says, definitely going to find an illegal stream. Peacock hey. is stupid. All right, John. Don't be a crook. Don't get arrested. Uh, Pike says, is the baseball game going to be televised this Friday? Yes, it'll be on, on, Hulu. on Hulu. Whoa. Kidding. It'll be on ESPN. It'll be on two. Ostrich. <laughs> not peacock but ostrich hey use that one <laughs> that hey. was good wasn't it that was good eric craig all you dad joke guys that, that's a good one that was good hey what's next we're gonna be on ostrich <laughs> wait what oh we're gonna be on ostrich this friday I hear we got a 7 o'clock kickoff on Flamingo coming up. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> hey, did you hear? The game's on Pelican. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball game will be a 7 o'clock Friday on ESPN2. No one on YouTube says, get that seven-day trial. Jerry said, said no one. <laughs> Jerry said, I miss the days when you can watch the games on Channel 9 with Jeff Charles and Cliff Stout. That sounds like before my time. I, I remember some some Jeff Charles and Billy Weaver lowered the headgear games on TV, but uh, it wasn't every game. Like we we've got a good setup now with ESPN Plus and everything. But uh, yeah, I know some fans are not going to like the the Peacock deal. Um, 
Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, great Cliff Stout. Yeah, Jerry, I, I, I am ignorant to this. So thank you for for bringing that to my attention. Uh, oh, wow. Eric said, Chandler, that was horrible. Coming from me, that's bad. Eric, I think you're being a little too tough on the uh, chain, man. man. That was pretty good. You are terrible! With all the bad dad jokes that he's had, I think that's not bad i mean it's not great i'm not saying no, it's great but it, it's, the point of it is not supposed to be good no. but it was it was pretty good you know Cass said what is the plan if there's rain on saturday they'll just cancel the regional you know who doesn't care about the weather there's this guy i don't care about the weather i can't control the weather don't want to talk about the weather i don't know Cass. have we ever been in a regional in the past where there's been rain uh, no nah, has that ever happened before i can't think of one i don't know what they would do has it happened maybe i don't know in the past three or four years i don't know every freaking year yeah <laughs> whether it's in clark leclerc stadium or on the road in charlottesville well I, they'll figure it out Cass. what they do is they lock everybody in the press box for an entire day with no food until there's baseball to be played it's hell it's hell on earth they'll be fine i actually kaz now that you mention it have not uh looked at the weather should we should we look at a uh let's look at some charlottesville weather see what we got going here we'll go out to charlottesville later on in today's show and talk to eric ward um of course it's looking perfect today beautiful on thursday nice on friday but oh buddy oh buddy do we got some rain in the forecast for late saturday afternoon and saturday evening mm. so and again we're, we're just looking ahead here looks like looks like rain this is what it's saying right now not going to be a factor friday or sunday but could potentially be a factor on saturday something to keep an eye on if you care about rain been there done that yeah no big deal we'll, we'll all get through it together all right um shirley uh i love the new open well done you were working on that Great job Charles. earlier today are you ready uh steve hill's got a soundboard barrage coming your way go gator all right let's see what we got uh steve says burgly uh uh burgly Go Gator. Go Gator. Clipper. Clipper. Two little butt cheeks. It's two little butt I'd cheeks. Swinging dingers. Swinging dingers. I'm a former long snapper. Oh. Where's that? I know I have. I'm a former, Here, I'm a former long snapper. Ric Flair. Woo. Ric Flair. Uh, Woo. My guy. Uh, my guy. I want me some glory hole. I want me some glory hole. Got a little. Got a little taco meat on my chest. I do not have that one. <laughs> I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I don't want to talk. I don't care about the weather. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. <sighs> All right. <sighs> All right. All right. Good job, Shirley. Thank you, Steve, for that. Keeps us on our toes. Get Shirley's. It's, uh, uh, it's a good warm up. Yeah. Just a warm up. It's a good warm up. Get us ready for the show. Chad said, did anyone watch American Gladiator 30 for 30? I did. <clears throat> uh, I watched the commercial about 50, 11 times. I forgot it was coming on last night, Chad. Saw somebody tweet about it, and guess what? I watched it. And was it good? I don't know. Okay. I mean, well. there, there were part. I missed the first part of it, but I caught it about midway through just as uh, the TV show was getting picked up. Um, 
by the production company that uh, actually made the TV show. What is it highlighting? And, and parts of it felt like, hey, for all of you who don't know what American Gladiators is, here it is. They like went over every single game, every single event that they had on the show. I was like, what do we... I know about this. Like, give me some stuff I don't know about. And they had some behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know. Just, I, I guess I would recommend it for for you but there's multiple parts to this is it a two-parter chad Uh, i think there's a part two coming up tonight okay but um, the second part gets a little deeper and deeper i don't know if i expected too much i I hold these 30 for 30s in high regard and some of my favorite all time i'm a big documentary fan watched a lot of crime documentaries and uh and otherwise and uh the you like they have had some of my favorite documentaries of all time they're all awesome but this one and chad says it was a little weird and he says part two tonight yeah it didn't blow me over so it wasn't a strong wind no it was like a breeze oh this is a breeze not i don't no gusts or anything all right so pirates and wolverines noon september 2nd on peacock what about Marshall? Uh, what about Marshall? We don't know about Marshall yet. What about, let's see, App State? Okay, I've got something for App State, Chandler. Okay. We're going to be in Boone, ECU, App State, September can I, 16th. Can I go around some de- uh, some times? Do you not know? I do, but I just want to just go down a list. Sure. Noon? No. 7 o'clock? No. 4.30? No. Eight o'clock? No. Three o'clock? No. Three forty-five? No. Three twenty? Chandler. No. Three twenty-five? No. Three thirty? Yes. Three thirty ESPN Plus. So stream, stream, stream away, stream on, stream away. Stream, stream. Peacock Week One, and then for the App State game Week Three, it'll be ESPN Plus uh let's keep that stream thing going right because it's uh we're we're living in the future man man he's a cool cat man man. we're living in the future he's a cool cat man so six o'clock is the time for october 12th or pardon me yes 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 ecu gardner webb will kick off at six on espn plus now the thursday night game october 12th against smu will be an espn game at 7 30 which means we will celebrate at midnight my birthday oh that'll be fun on the post game oh, we'll be tired as hell singing you happy birthday yep <laughs> wow don't sound so bitter about it chandler. sorry chandler you probably won't even be here i know you'll probably be off at some bachelor party or something how about chandler uh yesterday in our meeting <laughs> here we go dropped a couple of dates he's not going to be here here we go a couple is like three or four huh well a couple is literally two dummy yeah well there's (laughs) three dates okay so the first one you gave was august Mm -hmm. which is probably going to be media day which we need all hands on deck and you're not going to be here y'all literally said y'all didn't need me here for that i literally said and I quote that I wouldn't go on this trip if it was media day. Of, and y'all course, said, nah, of nah. course we said we don't need you here. After you said you couldn't be here, it's like it's like when a girl 
breaks up with you and you were like yeah i know i was about to break up with you anyway i don't care i don't like you that much anyway i'm not crying right now yeah it's we, just to so save you yourself from the not? emotional embarrassment no we don't need you nor do we want you well i'm out of here i'm going to enjoy braves game so you're going to be away for media day and then you said and yeah and then uh december I'm, i've got got to go somewhere which will be the bowl game where we need all hands on deck. <laughs> Which you don't know when that will be. But it's going to be. You don't be, know if we'll, we'll make a bowl game. Wow. No faith, huh? You heard it here first. Chandler does not think he's going to make a bowl six. game. All right. That's a bowl game. What was the other date you said? That was it. August. You just mentioned August. Yeah. December. Yeah. What else is there? I don't know. But we started this, and I said a couple, and you said a couple, the three or four. And I said a couple is literally two, and then you said I said three dates. Oh, I thought you meant in August. Man, get out of here. I thought you meant in August. <laughs> I thought you meant in August because there's multiple dates in August that I'm going to be gone. I have On mul- the same weekend. Yes. I, man. I have multiple dates that I will be gone. But no one's going to make fun of you. We don't care, Shirley. Oh, thanks. You can go as you please. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Have fun. (laughs) Go go have fun, Shirley. All right. I'm Uh, just getting battered by just a virtual bat. You don't have to tell me twice. Destry says, I've volunteered to work at an American Gladiators tryout in Miami. Hundreds of potential contestants showed up. One guy's ankle got stuck between the floor mats and completely, completely went out of the joint. Brutal. Now, why is he not on the 30 for 30? Now, that's interesting. I want to hear about broken bones at American Gladiator tryouts. That's uh, very interesting. Tyler said, where are the positive? Yeah, you're right. This was going to be a positive show. Chandler, I'm sorry about that, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break. Regroup. When we return, Ken Watlington. Tyler said, where are the positive vibes? I come in to Chandler being called a dummy. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know what? I'm, I own that. What's new? That's the question. What's new? I apologize for that. I get, I got frustrated. And I took it out on my friend. We take it out on the ones we love. Are we best friends? No, but. Dang it. But. Son of a. <laughs> but. Pretty good. Pretty decent we're friendly with one another alright when we return Ken Watlington WNCT at Channel 9 his Seahawks are in the NCAA regionals See, I heard that my Pirates <laughs> are in a regional we'll talk about all that and more when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday back with you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 
21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac Buick and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop there entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Glenn. Chandler, uh, remember last segment when I said I didn't, we didn't need you or want you? I need you for something. Can you reach into that filing cabinet and see if you can find my list of uh, teams in the regionals this year? Thank you. Ken Wildington joins us to my left. Hello, Ken. Hello, Clipper. Hello, everybody. He's in here squawking today. Is that what Seahawks do? Um, I'm not sure what we do, but hey, we're in a regional finally, so that's kind of cool. Thank you, sir. Is a Seahawk a real bird? It is not. Okay. How do you feel about that? Um, You're living a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of many ways I'm living a lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. It's it's unique. It was Wilmington. We were the Seahawks before there was the Seattle Seahawks. So there you go. We were first, dagnabbit. And I like that it's uh, it has something to do with the, you know, the beach, yeah. the sea. It could, it's better not like the Tigers. The, exactly. The bulldogs. Vikings. The Swimming Bulldogs would have <laughs> not been a good name. Uh, Ken, was UNCWN without a championship win i think they would have been okay they were they were right there on the edge and some of the teams that were projected to be behind them like oklahoma uh louisiana i think was another that was kind of behind where uncw was in the rpi and they all they got in so so yeah maybe the hawks would have went in thankfully they they went down to charleston took care of business didn't matter uh because they did get the job done was it saturday ken where they won on a walk-off infield error yeah (laughs) that was about as dramatic as it gets uh for folks that didn't see it uh what was the situation man on second man on second two outs just to pop up in the infield it was disastrous weather rain coming down all day wind blowing about 35 40 miles an hour third baseman was in foul territory circled all the way back towards the pitcher's mound towards the mound Yeah. yeah and uh you know yeah, that's, that's why you run, folks. That's why you, uh, you did a good job by that guy uh, on second. It was Jack Croom out of New Hanover High School in Wilmington, there so you a go. hometown kid, and he he was busting it. And, and when things like that happen, where it works, yeah, you start to think, okay, maybe we're going to win this thing. Yeah. When you get the breaks like that, but they uh, they were fortunate to win that game Sunday against Northeastern. It's a double elimination tournament, but the rain pushed everything back for days. So once they got to the championship round, oh, now it's single elimination. And Wilmington hadn't lost a game yet, so had they lost that one time they would have been out yeah and then they'd have been sweating out come noon on monday so i have thankfully they won it look i i'm like putting player safety aside right now yeah i don't like that format of a team can get all the way to the championship lose one game and then lose and you know not face double elimination basically now if they knew that going in hey the championship game it's winner take all Oh, is it not normally it set was up? not. No. Oh, okay, because the American the weather okay, messed everything up. 10-4. And then they're like, oh, now it's going to be just winner take all. Now that does stink. Yeah. So the American is set up championship take all, even if you have one loss or no losses. Right. Which uh, I'm not a fan of, but I get it. I mean, did you want East Carolina to have to play another game if they'd want a seventh game or whatever, eighth game, whatever, last week? It seems like so. there's too many games in that tournament. Yeah. It seems very convoluted. Yeah. Maybe we keep a few teams home. And there's no rhyme or reason to 
the way any of these conferences, because it seems like every conference has their conference tournament formatted differently. Yeah. The Colonial. ACC had the pool play. ACC had the pool play. Then you have the semifinals. Then you have the championship. The American, they play 100 games a day, it seemed like. (laughs) as they dodge the thunderstorms (laughs) and you have a 40 loss team in the tournament which i'm cool with i I had somebody uh tweet the other day after the loss that like this should be outlawed there shouldn't be a if you have a losing record that bad you shouldn't be able to even be eligible i'm like nah come on it's set up this way it makes it fun it's what makes basketball fun and you know in basketball it is really you know maybe a three game tournament you know in three days for us let's say a uh, north carolina central a couple of years ago when they made it and they were under 500 but in baseball i mean that was a six-day tournament they had to win tulane had to win a lot of games against some good teams and you know they got it done so you know hats off to them but you know they sh- just because they're under 500 doesn't mean they should be excluded when it came down to it tournament week they they played their best ball you got the so, job done yeah as i said the other day it just i think the moral of the story is don't try so hard that's just, right just kind of <laughs> just float through life and <laughs> i've been living living that for a, a long time <laughs> and maybe something good will happen uh how you feeling ken about coastal carolina the bronx of Ryder, and the blue devils of duke what do you think about that regional so it'll be uncw duke in the first round duke's kind of stumbled to the finish line in the regular season they were projected as a one seed two or three weeks ago now they're the two seed uh I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think. You know, UNCW played the eleventh toughest schedule in the nation. Uh, every midweek game the Seahawks played, that team made the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, ECU twice, Campbell twice, Wake Forest twice, State twice, hmm. North Carolina battle tested. So they 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 lost a lot of those games. Right. But you know what? I, they are battle tested, and, and they proved that uh, the last couple of weeks playing Northeastern uh, Duke. We'll see how they bounce back. Coastal, I don't know a lot about. And usually UNCW plays Coastal in the non-conference every year. This is the first time that I can remember where they didn't play in the regular season, and now here they are potentially matched up in regional. And uh, Chandler said it earlier, he's a, a Seahawks fan, and so am I, and so should all of you out there be a Seahawks fan because if East Carolina can take care of their own business in Charlottesville yeah. and UNCW wins the Conway Regional, We'll play some super regional baseball here in Greenville. A um, lot has to happen for that to happen, but just something to think about as your scoreboard watching this weekend. Ken, how about the... Uh, the I mean, Mad- I want to think about that. That frightens me. Ken, I'm going to make you think about it. <laughs> That's like my worst nightmare come true. You got to be... What are you talking about? Look. To see your team here? What do you mean? Look, you got... if. Wilmington ever makes a Super Regional, which has never happened in their history. This will be their 11th Regional appearance. They've never made a Super yet. So to finally make it, and oh, by the way, you got to go to Greenville. Right. And play a team. Honestly, I'm freaked out about it. You'll be regional champions, though. That'll be cool. Yeah, put it up on the outfield wall and, you know, but I'd rather play somebody you, All right. you don't know where the Ken wants this. It's kind of like okay. he wants Army at UNCW. Oh my for God, that'd be the greatest thing ever. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like kind of like Carolina Duke in the Final Four. Okay, it's not the same type of rivalry as it used to be with ECU and UNCW, like when I was in college and they were in the same conference and they played six times a year and in the tournament and everything. But it would kind of have that feel like, all right, the winner of this one. They're going to Omaha for the first time, so that's cool. They also have the leg up of beating one of their biggest rivals to do it. You get bragging rights for life. Yeah, I, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Ken pulling against that option. Uh, how do you think, uh, what do you feel about ECU, Oklahoma, uh, Virginia Army in that Charlottesville regional? We were talking about Oklahoma. Maybe they were one of the last four or five teams in the field. They were the national runner-up last season. Obviously a different year this year. Uh, I feel good about the Pirates, you know, 
they, they had the tough game to start the American tournament, but they battled, 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 battled. Fell a little short in the end, but, you know, I, I think they're going to be fired up to go on the road, have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Um, Virginia's good, but, you know, just about everybody you play this time of year is pretty good. And it's crazy to think. We talked to Carter Spivey, Garrett Saylor yesterday, along with Josh Groves, but this will be their first time hitting the road for a regional. Not because they haven't made postseason, right. because they've, they've been home, been here. And the uh, last time they went on the road for a regional was to Charlottesville, and they won it. So there's there's precedence there. There is, and, and a lot of matchups with Virginia between then, including a game uh, last year in the Greenville Regional, and they've been playing them, Ken, basically fall ball, uh, the scrimmages, right. things yep. like that. So there is some is familiarity, familiarity yep, uh, with, sure. with the two teams. Uh, looking around at some others, we talked to Darren Vault of the ACC Network yesterday, and I asked him, what ACC team out of Carolina, Duke, and State have the best chance to win their regional? He likes... He likes whoever wins that Campbell-NC State game to to really be in the driver's seat to win in Columbia. He thinks that that, that could happen. Uh, so he said State would be his first, first uh, answer there. North Carolina will be at Indiana State. We talked about Duke and Conway. What do you think about the Triangle schools and their chances, Ken? I, I think Campbell wins that regional hands down. I think the Campbells, the Campbells, the Campbells are one of the best teams in the country. They probably should be hosting right now in Bowie's Creek or Fayetteville, wherever they would have hosted. But they'll go down to Columbia, and they're going to win that regional. State kind of... You know, like Deuce kind of limping into the postseason. They were one of the last teams probably to make it in. Um, Carolina beat Virginia in the ACC tournament. Looked pretty good doing it. They are missing one of their better players in Vance Honeycutt. Uh, but you got to like them going on the road in, in a mid-major environment in Indiana State to maybe win that regional. But but Iowa's pretty good, too. they got a really good pitcher that'll be starting Friday against the Tar Heels. But I kind of think of the three, Carolina's got the best chance to get okay. to the Super. Uh, Ken, we are both Washington fans. We're both Braves fans. We're very similar in the way. We're very negative. Are you, are you still a Braves fan? Because I think I've renounced them over the last two days. I'm a fan of the Vegas A's now. I'm a, <laughs> or Sacramento for a few years. Sacramento so A's fan. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that's brutal. Um, we both kind of just hold on, waiting for something bad to happen, basically. <laughs> so, and it always seems to. Uh, from that standpoint, Wake Forest number one, yeah. Clemson number four. But there are some scary trends for fans like us who look at the negative and then look at the oh no, what what's going to happen bad. So Wake is number one. The number one team has not won a College World Series since 1998. I heard they're nine. That's amazing. Clemson has won figuratively 100 games in a row right now. <laughs> Haven't lost since April. Nixon was president. <laughs> right. Uh, so which one of those like trends are you more worried about? If they're a Wake fan and that number one thing or Clemson just had... They're due for a loss, right? The odds say they're going to lose a game sometime. So which one are you more nervous about there? I think Clemson will lose a game. Doesn't mean they're going to lose the regional. Doesn't mean they're not going to make it to Omaha. But I, I, I like Clemson's chances to get to Omaha better than Wake Forest, I hmm. think. Okay. And that's just a you know, a hunch. Based no, on nothing. No rhyme or reason. Yeah. Wake's been really good all year, obviously, to be able to to get up to the number one spot in the country and be there for the last month or so. Uh they they've they've beaten some people pretty badly. I think it's just weird to and, and and look, they've been number one all year, like you said, but it's just kind of weird to anoint them the king of college baseball. No. That's part of it. Like and you know, last year was Ole Miss was the last team in the field and they won the whole thing. So 
Yeah, just because you're the number one ranked team, the number one overall seed, doesn't mean it's a cakewalk yeah. to the end of June and, and a championship. Going to be a lot of fun. So, Ken, uh, how about WNCT? I talked to Bailey earlier. I uh, know he'll be up there. We'll talk to him on Thursday's edition of Pirate Radio yep. Live. How about with uh, Garrett Short? You've also got some high school uh, championships going on. So what's it going to look like for you guys? Yeah, Bailey's leaving uh, first thing tomorrow morning, maybe even before the sun rises, because the Pirates practice up at Charlottesville, I think around 11 noonish time. So Bailey will be there for that, and our coverage will start uh, tomorrow night at 5, live from Charlottesville for the regional there. Garrett Short, uh, he's headed out to the triad and the triangle because we got uh, Jay. Rose playing in Burlington in the 3A state championship series against, I believe it's West Henderson. Uh, they, their first game is Friday night at 8, so a late start there. Also, North Duplin here in Eastern North Carolina is playing in the 1A state softball championship series, okay. and they're playing in Raleigh Friday and Saturday. So Garrett will be bouncing back and forth between Burlington, burning up the miles on I-40 between Burlington and Raleigh, getting all those highlights. It's all happening now together, and uh, pretty soon it will be, you'll be searching for stories. Uh, uh, yeah, a few weeks away. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, so, no, we're previewing the football season, which that's is right. rapidly approaching. Uh, i tell you what, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll talk some more baseball, but also uh, a little more football. We'll, uh, if you missed it earlier, we'll talk about the kickoff times announced for ECU, and uh, we'll dive into some other topics with Ken Watlington we'll here. We'll talk about the peacock. Yeah. Do you have it? Not right now, but I think it will come <laughs> early September. All right, there you go. Uh, we'll talk about that and more. Ken Watlington, back with you. Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. This is not Billy Ocean, but then again, nobody is Billy Ocean except Billy Ocean. And uh, I'm looking at Twitter just to see what Billy's doing. Billy Ocean still... uh, Anyway, Billy Ocean's on Twitter. He's still active. I guess he's still touring. And he would like for you to get out of his dreams and get into his car. <laughs> that he would. What a well creepy done. song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess when you think about it. You know, Ken, there's a lot of songs that are creepy when you break down the lyrics. I think famously is um, I'll Be Watching You, right? Yeah, I'll Be Watching That's You. That's one of the famous Police, ones. Yeah. Where it's like, this guy's Every a stalker. Yeah. 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 Every single day, every I mean, he's in the bushes hiding, watching <laughs> you. Very creepy. So, folks, when you're singing those songs in your car, think about what you're saying. Yeah. You might be mm-hmm. saying some weird stuff. All right. Speaking of weird stuff, Ken Wallington's here. <laughs> we had a great chat during the break, and I want to save it for when we don't have a million things to talk about. Ken, you said you have been to 
you have been to or you're about to hit your 16th MLB park? About to hit my 16th Chase Field in Phoenix this weekend for the Diamondbacks and your Atlanta Braves. Relax. The Braves are fine. They'll be all right. Are they? They just lost two straight <laughs> games <laughs> to a team that was 35 games under 500 <laughs> it's not during good. the series. Not good. Mike Soroka's back. And the pitching, you know, has really not been the problem. What's up with the bats? Yeah. I, it's it's fine. Bryce Elder leads the league in ERA. Okay. Bryce Elder. Yeah. Strider leads in strikeouts, right? Yeah. Uh, they'll win when you... What's their record when you see them live? <laughs> uh, I went maybe six years without seeing them win a game over Yikes. like six games or so so um they're probably about 500 with me in attendance man i had an awesome streak with washington um i went when i was too young to remember a game against the bucks but then from 96 to 2005 I, every time i went they won it was like it was up to like 10 and 0 at one point yeah and then the last two times i've gone the redskins lost a because john beck started one of those games <laughs> and b because rg3 got hurt in one yeah. of those games um but i had a great streak uh, uh i thought i was gonna go my whole life only seeing live washington wins but well, <laughs> i don't know why i ever they thought that would happen with you there or you not there, so, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter happens. where i'm at exactly um but i want to well i want to get into because we talked about a little bit your ballpark rankings but mm-hmm. we're going to table that for another yes. day uh, because you had some some favorites and yeah. and and some that you wouldn't think if you've never been they're like that they can't be very good and I have one that I was like oh this place is pretty cool but we'll save that for June July yeah yeah good deal Tyler I guess Tyler's talking about songs that are creepy when and but you might not think so when you're singing them he said Jesse's girl yeah so th- that's about a guy who like wants his best friend's girlfriend yep. Like he's out there just saying it to the world. Uh, come on, Eileen. I never really thought of that. I've never really listened to the words. I've sang it a million times at 519 20 years ago. Or do you even know the words? It's just one of those things where you kind of know the melody and you just. Yeah, you know, I know just... the words. It goes, Hiya, ho, ya, ho, ada, ho, da. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, Charlie? come on, Eileen. Yeah, what are those yeah. are words. Those are sounds. Uh, relax by Frankie says. Don't do oh, it. Yep, don't do it. If you actually listen to the lyrics, you creepy. Creepy? Okay. Creepy and very uh, suggestive. All right. It is interesting, though, because they're so poppy and catchy. Yeah. They just, uh, and just and makes you see, feel good. Uh, apparently, Mickey by tony basil apparently has a rather uh um, you mean like oh mickey you're, you're so, so fine. fine yes apparently it's mickey not about is, cheerleaders no contrary to the video yeah apparently it has a alternative meaning okay mm-hmm. All right. so, but Violet, you don't Violet realize Femmes. it when you oh blister in Bl- the sun yeah yeah we can't say what that's about yeah all right but hey we are learning you today song. we are I, we're and you know what pirate the, radio is going woke you know the best part <laughs> about that Ken, is we play blister in the sun uh at church camp uh when we were in high school we would have a dance on the, the yep. last night we're there we we have a big dance and blister in the sun was always on the playlist and 
nobody knew right apparently over, right over the head it went way yeah. over their heads but i tell you to this day those of us who attended camp and we hear that song uh you know we giggle yeah. because we're like i cannot believe we got away with that well, one of the disciples was probably strung out at some point <laughs> i don't know i'm just assuming <laughs> Not, nobody's perfect nobody's right? perfect all right um what did i say? oh we're gonna talk about kickoff times ken uh do yeah. you have peacock I do not. I know that's but, a personal uh, question to ask another man. <laughs> the streaming service from NBC Universal called Peacock Correct. is what we're talking about. Yeah. I do not have it. I am a Peacock subscriber, so uh, I'll be ready to go. I rotate my streaming subscriptions. Like, okay, if there's something I want to watch on Paramount, I'll get that, binge a whole bunch of stuff, cancel it, get my Netflix back, watch a whole bunch of stuff, cancel So you're it. smart. Well, I wouldn't I'm say that. not. I'm just stingy with my money yeah yeah i need to be i did have peacock for a while i watched uh that show poker face that was a pretty good show I, well i started watching that yeah i got through a couple episodes didn't finish it well, there's too many like options it. out there yeah uh, uh, apple tv uh, after ted lasso last night i will be letting my apple tv lapse for a while until something comes out i want to see i'm waiting for severance season two okay uh looking forward to that the on morning show season whatever's coming up next just saw black mirror trailer uh black mirror returning to netflix on the 15th of june if you're into that weird stuff which i am <laughs> yeah so uh so there you go uh but yeah and uh, uh coming up uh this weekend on netflix the final half season of um uh what's the name of the show that try to be like lost but not lost the plane what's it called oh uh, um yeah, I forgot the name. That it started I've on NBC. Every episode, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh gosh, I didn't. I stopped watching it. Uh, I'll watch it. I think my wife. I think she stopped watching it too. It, it's not. I, I get mad at the lost um, wannabes. Yeah, like I, I would love to find another lost. And I th- there's a couple that have like the leftovers on HBO. That was a good show. Gave me a lost vibe, yeah. and it was actually good. Yeah. Um, there's a show called From that's on a very weird network. It's actually got Michael from Manifest Lost. is the show I'm thinking of. That Sorry, is it. Yeah. Manifest. Manifest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, remember Michael from Lost that screamed Lost. <laughs> He's actually in the show. It's trying to be like Lost. Um, Nothing is like Lost. Yeah. Hey, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Man, we're we're on board together no. with that one. Go Braves. Um, <laughs> but much like the Braves, it finished poorly. It got off to a great start. I didn't mind the series finale of Lost. I wanted it to stop after season three. It was like perfect right there. And then, I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and watch the last three seasons. Um, So there you go. All right. Pirates and Wolverines. Peacock, noon, September 2nd. Yes. Interesting. Michigan might be preseason number one in the country. I don't think they'll do that. but They'll be top five for sure. Definitely. Back-to-back appearances in the old college football playoff. Back-to-back wins over Ohio State for the first time since maybe World War II. I'm not sure. <laughs> Fuzzy on that. But uh, Wolverines are, are riding high, and they love their football. I've been to a lot of games in Ann Arbor when I lived up that way. It is an experience. If you're planning on going, you're going to love it. If you haven't really decided if you're going to go, get tickets and go. It is worth the experience. Might not be the best outcome for the Pirates. That remains to be seen. But as far as pure college football enjoyment, it's going to be amazing. You've been to a lot of venues, Ken. Where does the big house rank amongst your uh, venues? It's not really like... Uh, I guess it's cool because it's so big. But yeah, like, I mean, it's, 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 The thing is, like when you see it from the street, it doesn't look like it's that big. 
because it's it's not like like you know on the north side of Dowdy Ficklin, you got the upper deck. You can see that it's all just kind of one thing, mm-hmm. kind of like the Rose Bowl. Just, does it go down? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool place. I was uh, fortunate when I was working up there. I covered the first night game in uh, Michigan Stadium history. They played Notre Dame, and wow. I mean, it was Denard Robinson was a the quarterback. They let him on a he let him on a last you know minute drive to win the game, and it was. Brady Hoke was the coach. He got mm-hmm. a big win. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a really, really cool place. Definitely one of the, the meccas of college football. I was interested, Ken, when you said you World War II was the last time Michigan knocked <laughs> off Ohio State back-to-back years. It was a long time ago, but the last time it happened was 1999 and 2000. Okay. I was going to think 96, 97 or yeah. something. Because that's about the, like Charles Woodson yeah, era. That's about the last time Michigan won a national championship. It was 98? Tennessee, 98, so 97, I guess. Yeah. All right. Keep your streaming services going, folks, because ESPN Plus for App State and for uh, Gardner-Webb. Kind of surprised that uh, ECU at App State isn't – or is it here? It's in Boone. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm kind of surprised that, you know, the Sun Belt didn't make sure they got on at least ESPNU or something. Like, that seemed like that'd be a game, you know, to – kind of similar programs from opposite sides of the state. I don't know. It has, has a little bit of sexiness to it to me. I don't know. Kind of a uh, like a country girl type sexiness. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, you're talking North Carolina. I mean, they're not we're not supermodel here, but uh, you can attract well, you, yeah. great personality. You can do worse. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, Brandon says, so I'm guessing, if I'm guessing right, ECU versus Michigan is only going to be on Peacock, not on regular TV or anything. Brandon, you're a smart man because you guessed correctly. No television. And Big Ten, they renegotiated their TV rights, and they are all over this year. Michigan's got games on Peacock, NBC, CBS, Fox. CBS, yeah. Like, how are they on all these things? Because the Big Ten has that kind of power. That's what they do. We were really pulling, Ken, for a big noon on Fox. Yeah, and I thought it might have been. And why were we pulling for that, Chandler? So we could get... Gus Johnson. There he goes! Rajay Harris! Marlon Guns! Down the sideline! But Ken, unfortunately, we're going to get freaking Jack Collinsworth or oh something gosh, like that. that guy. Not a big fan. I like his daddy. Here's we're, a guy that's not a big fan. We actually, uh, Peacock, uh, some of the Notre Dame, Notre Dame games last year, former Whoa. WNCT reporter, oh, Zora yeah. Stevenson, uh, does some stuff for NBC now. So maybe she'll be on the sidelines and can can you know work in there. Hey, I used to live in Greenville. It's the greatest place in the world. Go Pirates. You know what? I'm going to dream big. I'm going to pull, I'm going to say we get Mike Tirico on the call. That would be awesome. That would be that fantastic. Would be. Can we get a Vince McMahon shout out like we did in 2008 I against West not. Virginia? I don't want any more. Go Pirates go. I hate that he said that as if it was something we always say. Go like, Pirates go. And like we, every fan says in Greensville, <laughs> go Pirates go. Uh, the richest, the most handsome alumni from East Carolina Like he University. could have done a purple or like a, anything. But no, he said, go, go Pirates, Pirates go. What's our mascot again? Damn it. I uh, really love the fall in Greensburg, North Carolina. <laughs> I love <Gorgeous>. Greensburg. <laughs> Linda and I really enjoyed eating burgers at uh, White Soxies. No, it was Cubbies. <laughs> Cubbies, yeah. That's Cubbies. it. That's the one. <laughs> that was great. Ken, Dude. I don't know if we accomplished much today, but uh, 
I usually don't. <laughs> Par for the course <laughs> on a Wednesday. Good luck to your squawks. Let's go, Hawks. Have fun in uh, Arizona. Thanks. Braves will pick up some wins. Everything will be right in the world. They and probably won't. When we talk Let's to see, you, they're probably losing now. <laughs> when we talk to you next week, we will be previewing the series to end all series uncw versus ecu at clark leclair stadium for a super regional you'll probably have to i'll have to do it via zoom from ecu health medical center because i'll be in the hospital <laughs> you'll have the paper bag yeah. oh, breathing gosh. into it <laughs> the anxiety rolling go pirates go hawks but go not, pirates, not, go. At, not at the same time <laughs> not at the same time uh thank you ken enjoy the yep, man as so. always all right patrick mason joins us to uh, talk some pirate baseball coming up in just a few minutes we'll also check in with eric ward from virginia to give the charlottesville aspect on what's going on this weekend with where to park how to get tickets where to eat where to hang out and uh he'll give us a scouting report on the team as well so some good info coming up with eric ward later on in hour number two more to go back with you after this what you got but it plays with my emotions and i want you so much talk by every night talking sweet and looking fine i get kind of hectic inside oh baby i'm so into you darling if you only knew all the things that go through you're listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show Welcome back from Sales to Service. Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live coming up in about 30 minutes or so. We'll talk to Eric Ward from Charlottesville, formerly uh, here at ECU, now with the Virginia Cavaliers and in charge of their marketing. So uh, he'll give us some details on the Charlottesville Regional coming up. We'll talk a little Pirate football along with baseball with P. Mace, Patrick Mason, who joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios, looking like a Chicago Bears scout with his shirt today. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Clip. Good to see you um got some chatter going on so we got some kickoff times p mace yeah and we we found out that east carolina and michigan will be playing on peacock do you have peacock uh i don't think so yeah is, is that a is that one of the free versions or free you gotta pay you gotta pay now so they have something for free maybe but i don't know if you get anything yeah definitely not live sports i would no. imagine so uh that is a but it is cheap compared to the other services out there uh so there is that um got some chatter going on about that brandon says ecu and michigan probably would have been on fox if it wasn't for Deion sanders who cares about colorado <laughs> and then our guy robert skipper came into the chat and said i hope colorado loses all their games espn will be kissing sanders butt then he says i'm doing good good robert glad you're doing good <laughs> People all of a sudden do care about Colorado, though. I mean... A little bit. Should I put this into reality terms, or should I be a cultist pirate fan, how I answer this question? If I'm living in reality, I'll say, who cares about East Carolina? 
if yeah. I'm being the host of Pirate Radio Live and a coldest ECU fan, I'm saying, you're right. Who does care about Colorado? It's about ECU, baby. That's right. Jeff Blake, David Garrard, Shane Carden, Marcus Crandall, Steve Logan, Dwayne Harris, <laughs> ECU. What has Colorado ever done? I don't know. That's right. It should be a big noon, right? Isn't that Fox's thing? Big yeah, kickoff? with Gus Johnson. That's right. Wait, Mike, I was doing Samuel Jackson. Michael Resco, <laughs> why do you think East Carolina should be on Fox? Well, we shouldn't. Well, first of all, we shouldn't be on Fox. We should be on ABC headlining Saturday college football with ECU taking on Michigan. And you think about Michigan, you think about Charles Woodson and, and Chris Weber and the Fab Five. Just two P6 teams. Maybe Tom Brady. P6 versus P6. Two <laughs> flags at midfield. May the best flag win. Um, Yeah. That is, Peacock kind of sucks, but... That's what we're in now with sports. I know. Like, I've, I've kind of just grown to deal with it. Yeah, my base, like the White Sox, they were on the Apple TV on Friday, and it's, uh, I don't know. When, everything, when it, when it changes, you're just you're kind of just done for. You know, you got to subscribe to everything now to watch whatever you want to watch. That is true. Uh, have you watched Jury Duty yet? Nope. Man, screw you, dude. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching reruns of Burn Notice lately, so... Burn Notice? Yeah. You pick, you're like Chandler. You just picked a random crappy show to watch. Oh, I don't know about crappy. Burn Notice is, is where it's at. <laughs> so that was on USA. Uh-huh. I never watched it. Oh, but I did. I, I'm a big fan of USA shows. Psych is one of my all-time favorites. Me too. I've seen about every one about five times. I, I've watched it several times myself. I liked White Collar. Pretty good. Um, it, that, that show is just cheesy enough to where it's kind of it's light watching, but it's also pretty cool because they're always doing heists. And stuff. It's all very light watching. It's yeah. all like you could just flip on an episode, and it's you don't. There are long term storylines, but it doesn't really matter. Right. Just so there was that one. That I mean, it was just all when I was a kid. Silk Stockings was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never surely what people my age know that that was on usa but what you remember surely they had up all night oh no wasn't that on usa up all night was that gilbert godfrey am i mixing yeah. things up that i remember like i don't reference. know about gilbert godfrey but i do remember up all night and silk stockings <laughs> yeah because it came out right about the same time as the red shoe diaries okay if you remember was, those on hbo that was a premium uh channel yeah I, that was I a do, premium channel i do remember that program as well that's the peacock of it was definitely the peacock of uh yeah what were some of those other usa shows though because it was all they were like all the they weren't the they same had friday night videos you know they used I, to do friday nights they used to play videos like the hottest videos of the week i never got into this but it's psych-esque and i heard it's good but monk uh yeah. oh yeah monk you yeah. haven't gotten to monk no Should I, I love monk yeah all right yeah you, you, you would, would like, like the detective really good yeah, yeah i watched that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have pegged you for a monk fan, but I'm Taylor, I, I watch it with my grandma. She, she's a big fair. monk fan. That's how I. To be fair, that's how I got started too. But I, it's it's awesome. My favorite episode. <laughs> Taylor's is, the guy at school. There's a group talking, and he just wants to get into the group. So he's like, Yeah, yeah. I I, I, did y'all say monk? Monk? Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, I, the hot my favorite episode. episode is the game show episode. That was a good one. That was a good episode. Yep. Never seen it. Yeah, the guy Sorry, the guy cuts or breaks or something. Speaking of game shows, as a kid on USA, I used to watch like Press Your Luck and stuff. I think game shows used to come on. Oh, yeah. mm. What I'm saying is USA, great network. Yeah, pretty solid track record for shows. And they have live sports. They had the freaking A-10 basketball tournament going on. They did on. have some random sports, yeah. So would you be okay with ECU playing on USA? Yeah, let's go. 
right in, after like a, a rerun of Full House or something. <laughs> All right, uh, Jamie says, question: If Iowa plays ECU in the tournament, who is Patrick pulling for? Well, he's uh, yeah. I'm not really pulling for anyone, but like I guess not baseball a, wise, I, I haven't even watched an inning of Iowa baseball. Well, that's I mean, you're not an ECU fan, right? You cover the team, yeah. However, you know players on ECU's team, and you don't know players on Iowa's team, right? So I, let's just say this: if, you know, whenever ever I get a new job, ECU is going to be one of those teams I'm definitely going to follow, probably for the rest of my life. I like to hear Man, that. Man, that's awesome. That's great that to hear. My heart. They have a lot of. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could uh, touch you there, Chad. <laughs> it's just like just don't touch me anywhere. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the ECU just has a lot of fun, uh, just atmospheres and a lot of fun, you know, storylines I've been able to, to follow and get behind. So, yeah, they're they're in there. All right, so uh, yeah, the Hawkeyes are in. I noted on Twitter. So Gully is a uh, main black bear. His team is in. Garrett is short from Channel Nine. Is the Indiana State guy. His team's in. Yeah, and we, we got P Mace with Iowa. Pretty good representation. Everybody, uh, Chandler is a an ECU grad. I just hope that uh, Maine doesn't end up in a tie. Tie? Tie? Can you tie in a regional? Tie? Tie? Hi. Tie? Still one of the greatest interviews of all time. Hi. Were you there for that Hi. one? Hi. It doesn't ring a bell. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think that might have been the it was spring, a spring that, was, game. that was the spring game before you got here, I believe. Okay, okay. And they tied. And Pa- and and Gully, Eric Gullickson had a question for Raja Ayers. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of the greatest Q and A's we've ever had. Hi. <laughs> Raja didn't know what to say. Hey, that was you know Hi. what that reminds me of almost uh, at this this media day for baseball recently. Um, someone asked Jacob Jenkins Coward, so Oklahoma, and he goes, well, "What about him?" And he's like, "That's who you're playing." He says, "Oh." Good. Wait, yeah. who said that? Uh, was well, it going? Maybe it was. Yeah! yeah, I think it was. Sooners? But JJC had no clue. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, Oklahoma? Sure. <laughs> it was Sooners? Like, it was awesome. I like it, man. Just get to the point. No need to yeah. say a lot of words. Just get it out there. What? I just love how JJC had no words? clue. Next time, yeah. It's like Kevin from The Office. <laughs> Next time you have a question, like, for uh, from Moylan, be like, Improvement? <laughs> Home improvement? <laughs> it's, like, it's always like charades. You, yeah. They are they have to guess the question you're asking. Yeah. yeah uh, Jeopardy, right? You give thoughts? them the answer and they got to give you what, what you would have asked. What is my batting average? <laughs> uh, also, average? All right. What do you think, Patrick? Charlottesville. First of all, where is Charlottesville? One to ten on destinations. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'd say eight, 8.5. Yeah, you need to get out more yeah i think you're just kind of no, you I'm, just want to go somewhere my, yeah but my thing is like i think it's a fun like just the college atmosphere i don't know it just it just looks it's not like a, a big city right it's like your college yeah yeah that, that's what i'm here for i hate when like games are you know this massive city and no one really cares i feel like people are going to get down for this yeah for sure that's true get down or get up depending on how you use those terms yeah and depending how excited you are you know you get up <laughs> or excitement and you might want to hide in your seat otherwise but we'll see what do you know about the sooners oklahoma yeah, oklahoma yeah, uh, good. Sure. All right. <laughs> no, um, they uh, they had a little bit of a down year, but they were in the they were playing for a national championship last year. I did not know that until I was reminded of that. Yeah. So that's I mean that, that's just interesting right there. I mean, obviously they're a team who's been there before. I don't think they're going to let a regional atmosphere you know get too big for them. 
So it's going to be a really important important game. Obviously, I mean, obviously, but the first one here, you really want to get off on the right foot. Okay, I'm kind of grasping at topics here, and it has nothing to do with pitching, hitting, and things. But you just mentioned a regional atmosphere not being too big for Oklahoma. I, I do find it interesting. This will be the first road regional atmosphere for this set of Pirates, mm-hmm. and they have experienced this at Clark Leclaire. They have not experienced on the road, and it is going to be different. And I, I asked the guys yesterday, you know, what what's it going to be like? And it's kind of a dumb question because they were like, I don't know. We've never, we haven't done that before. So it is going to be a new experience for those guys coming up on Friday. I was trying to think of the big games on the road this year because you know, you know, they they did kind of struggle on the road. Um, but I was trying to think of those big moments, and it was hard to kind of pick some. You know, I'm trying to think of what games. So like, like state midweek night game, maybe, maybe. It, no? State is such a weird stadium. I don't know. I wonder how like hostile that place is. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of a, a game where it's like people are yelling at you, and it's, it's really big. I feel like the state game in Clark LeClaire was bigger. The, the crowd was nuts. Well, yeah, I'm game. trying to think of a road game. Did you go to UNCW? I know they chirp a lot. Yeah, I, I did go there. Uh, yeah, I did go there. Um, not a great atmosphere. It, it was fine. I don't. That's what I mean. It was nothing like we we're going to see this weekend. North Carolina on a, on the Sunday. I don't remember being too crazy. Or right, anything. and there was a ton of pirate fans there too, which which there very well could be this weekend. Yeah. So, ECU will have the home field advantage on Friday mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think a lot of Sooners will be traveling in right. their covered wagons to Charlottesville. <laughs> There you go. So uh, they'll they'll have the advantage there. Um, how about the man? We we haven't even really recapped the AAC tournament. Not that I'd know where to begin on that, but yeah, uh, just a lot of baseball. I made the comment after they lost the first one that I would rather them. This is just me talking. Lose and come home and get ready for a regional. It's a defeatist way to look at it. It's also obviously not the view that the coaches and players should have, and they didn't have that view. And, you know, by Sunday, I was like, well, man, I'm glad they didn't just fold up shop and lose. Uh, They got a chance to win this thing. Came up just short, but they had Monday off. They had Tuesday off, back back to work today, and actually hitting the road because they have an early practice on Thursday. So um, hopefully those two days, Patrick, uh, they were able to – kind of get their bodies right and get ready for another grueling weekend coming up yeah this week was probably this past week was probably the most baseball they played all year you know not many breaks at all but like you said i mean it just from in a vacuum you'd say hey i would love for them to get a week off and prepare but i feel like that that's a really slippery slope where if you you know turn off the switch and just say all right we're just gonna lose and get out of here then how do you turn it back on i feel like if you got to get that competitive juices going all the way up until this postseason you want to be playing your best baseball and just that initial loss is what really hurt them because they got to play out of that loser's bracket. And that, that was really the, the big sticking point to that week was just having to fight back after that first loss. Yeah, and using so many pitchers, having such long games, and which is why Garrett Saylor's performance will go down in the Pirate record books yeah. for what he was able to do uh, with his uh, eight innings that he worked on the weekend uh we had a question from brandon what are the chances of ecu hosting a super regional if they win in charlottesville so from what i gather duke is ranked higher than ecu just because of the way they were put into this tournament and the durham bulls are away like if let's say duke if coastal wins coastal will host the super obviously if duke wins i would think they still host somewhere yeah, but wasn't that the issue going into this regional? 
was like if Duke was potentially good enough, I don't know where they'd put them because they, they can't really host the, their stadium. Molly told us Tuesday, and if he's to be correct, that they were going to be at the old Durham Bulls Park. Maybe. I don't well, see And, and then the know. new one is going to be available for the Super Weekend. Um, That'd be a cool venue. So if it is Duke ECU... Uh, maybe there's a chance but if not i mean pirate fans are going to take over that stadium anyway Mm -hmm. wherever they do play now if uncw wins it and ecu wins uh the charlottesville regional it will be a clark leclerc so there is christmas you're telling me there's a chance there is a chance a slight chance yeah and it's so weird to to project out because you got to take care of business here but that super regional just on paper doesn't it feel kind of favorable like you don't have a traditional power in that super regional, like you're not having to face a Vanderbilt or a Texas or someone like that. And, oh, that's a good point. And, and that's really no slight against, you know, Coastal. Yeah. They had a good year, and Duke obviously beat ECU earlier this year. But, you know, it doesn't seem like there's that juggernaut out there waiting for you in the super regional. Yeah, good point. I mean, it's the most winnable on paper. Right, on, super on, paper, regional. on paper. Because you mentioned Texas, you mentioned uh, Vandy. We've had Texas Tech. We've had North Carolina a couple of times, I think. Who else has ECU faced in a super? I guess Tennessee way back in the day, right? So uh, if you see Coastal as your opponent, uh, certainly gettable. Um, for sure. And and same, obviously, for Duke and, and UNCW uh, as well. But for East Carolina, you got to win on Friday. And to do that, you got to have a good pitching performance. And Patrick, that pitcher will be? It's got to be Trey Savage. All right. It's got to be. I feel like he's had enough time. What about a week or so? I'm trying to think when the last time he threw. It was over the. Was it? No, Saturday? he threw Friday, Friday where he threw all those innings in uh-huh. relief. That's right. Basically a starter's load there on Friday, but he'll have a week off, and uh, he, he looked really good. He looked kind of back to what we thought Trey Savage should look like after. I think it was about three weeks or so he was on the shelf or just kind of pitching an inning or so here. Um, so yeah, I, I say you throw him, and you really got to get that win, and that's all you got to worry about right now. All right. Um, and then what so we were talking about this yesterday with, with molly that it's like at this point i guess you have a map but you draw it in a pencil like you yeah you are kind of going game to game situation to situation we saw it in the conference tournament that if you need to set your savage out of the bullpen let's do it if you need sailor to start let's do it like at this point root grows whatever I mean, we could see Groves come in the seventh inning on Friday, right? Like, there's yeah. nothing out of question at this point. Yeah, nothing's off the table. But I guess I did like, I think we can kind of get a little bit of a roadmap, just how Cliff used Danny Beal and Carter Spivey, kind of piggybacking them off of a starter. Like, Danny Beal can get, what, two, three innings easy. Um, I mean, they both pitched a ton over the weekend, um, over the week, really. So, But I really like Danny Beal's ability to pitch multiple innings. I think he's a great option if a starter needs to – you know, come out in the third or something, third or fourth, Danny Beal can take you as far as he can. We've seen Cliff uh, have a quick trigger finger on some pitchers this year, but I feel like both with Beal and Spivey, um, he obviously has a lot of trust in those guys. If they give up a hit, walk a guy, the trigger is not as quick for those guys. We've seen them kind of work out of jams and then extend innings and and they almost get better as the game goes along type of thing. Yeah, it's def- and I think they've they've proven that ability to, you know, if you do get a guy or two on base, they've been able to work out of it. Some guys you feel really, really uh, scared, I guess. You don't, you don't want it to snowball into a big inning. But I think both those guys have, first off, probably pitched enough here at ECU um, to understand, you know, hey, let's not get worked up about this. We can, 
you know, get out of this. And uh, second off, you know, they, they both go multiple innings, and it's not like they're going to be toast after if they need 20 pitches in an inning. I think their arms, you know, stretched out enough where they can handle it. Newton says, so if you savage uh, pitches Friday, who would pitch if we win and play Virginia if they win on Saturday? Well, I mean, we're kind of talking about that. Everybody. Yeah, probably everybody. And I mean, ideally, I guess you'd like to save Gross and have him, you know, pencil him in for a game two start. That's probably how I would draw it up. But, you know, at the same time, I guess if you need him, you know, you you can't be shy to to get that win when, when you need to get that win. Yeah, so again, everything is an option at this point if you're East Carolina when it comes to pitching. Uh, Patrick, how about the bats? We, again, kind of saw the ups and downs of ECU's offense in Clearwater, right? Yeah. Some good, some bad, some ugly. Right. Yeah, like you said, all all three at times. Um, this is a team that I guess all year has, when they put up an inning, they're going to score five runs, it seems, and they might go quiet for another four or five innings. Um, so I guess when, when they have that opportunity, I mean, I'm sure this goes for every team, but when you have that opportunity to, to pour in a few runs, you gotta got to take advantage and really got to string some hits together. Um, but the top of the lineup right now for ECU, even Carter Cunningham, he has been fantastic lately. And just having that bat at the right time for ECU uh, has, has been great. And I think if, if they can string you know four or five hot hitters together, I mean, they, they're, they're going to be tough. P-Mace, Patrick Mason joining us. Uh, Patrick, could you do me a favor? We had a great show today. Great shows all week. Can you read the guest on today's show for me? Eric Ward, Ryan McManus, Travis Watkins. Yeah, pretty good show. Uh, missing a name or two. Yeah, it looks like it. Decent show. It's like a ghost runner on second here. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Why are, are you scheduled to be here? I don't know. I, I was just walking by. You want to take a look at the description or the uh, description in the blood? <laughs> you want to read read that off? Read the description below. It's like a reading test for me. Chandler, who reads the description below? People look at the video and the names underneath it. Well, who you want to read the description there is, below? You, ha- you you can only have a certain amount of characters and 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 spaces. Well, in how's the that make title. you feel, Patrick? You didn't make it. I didn't. I didn't make the top three. <laughs> so did, so Lucky did, I was walking by on the street and I decided to pop so in here. Ken Wallington, <laughs> because you guys are you guys are regulars. And Ken extended his name if he had the shorter version. It, yeah, Ken Wadling. So he might have made. Blame it. Ken. If your name was Pi Man, you might have been up there. Pi Man, or I could put P Mace going forward. <laughs> you could, but you didn't. He didn't. You just got to read it's the a, description. Yeah, well, go to Facebook day. if it makes you feel better. The, the, Is he up there? the event title on Facebook me. has everybody. Yes. Name. All right. That's good. Chandler, you know I'm just playing with you, man. Oh yeah, it's just joshing around. You do a good I'm job. Not, I'm that. not playing though. No, he's. <laughs> I'm not playing. He's though. peed. Yeah. I'm... Josh O'Neill says, hypothetically speaking, I was curious if Chandler would be down for a road trip to Omaha. He says he'll drive. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Chandler's in. I'm totally in. Road trip. You got on shotgun. I call shotgun. All right, Josh, come scoop him up. You're not one of those dudes who falls asleep though on the ride, are you? Because you can't you can't fall asleep if you're sitting shotgun. No, I I want to keep people company. Huh? What do you want to do? Talk? Not, I just don't like when people are snoozing and looking all comfortable, and I got to stare at a road. I don't car. like that. You're right. At least you know go through the misery with me. Yeah, yeah I don't want to make people jealous. I don't want people to go, man, he's sleeping, and I'm have I'm having to sit here and drive the whole time. I'm a big uh, podcast guy so I, I like to listen to podcasts yeah. greatest thing ever was when we went to um see my wife's family during the ncaa tournament and we left like before noon and it's about a seven eight hours whatever 
and i had a game like a game on at all times so yes, i was listening to the tournament it was like my favorite thing ever i miss not being not watching it but just to know that by the time we get to richmond this game will tip off and then when we get into maryland yeah oh man that game's gonna be good when we get to delaware and that breaks up the ride a little bit too. oh you man know, every what two hours two and a half hours you got another game so i didn't hit like i loved it it was yeah, great so it's pretty good start start scheduling your road trips around sporting events <laughs> like the ncaa tournament uh all right let's take a break when we return we'll talk to eric ward uh patrick you want to hang out the rest of the hour yeah i mean you're not listed as a guest but that's right this is kind of unofficial yeah just kind of here today. hanging out yeah we'll uh take a break come back <laughs> Jamie says, I, re- I read the description below because I've not seen everyone in the main heading. Happened to Bryce yesterday. Ooh, man. Okay. Pulling out right. examples. He also said, would Chandler talk too much on a road trip? I'm guessing yes. <laughs> you have to have him ride with other talkers. You a big talker on a road trip, Chan Man? I mean, if it's a far trip, I'm not going to sit there and talk to you for 12 hours. But if it's like an hour trip, then, I mean, we'll, we'll make chat it, it up. We'll chat it up for You got to spread out that hour of content over, <laughs> over some car ride. Over eight hours. So you get, yeah, a few minutes here, a few minutes there. <laughs> Let's take a break. More to go. Eric Ward joins us after this. When you walk by every night, talking sweet and looking fine, I get kind of hectic inside. Oh, baby. Fuck. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear, uh, SportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Charlie Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Patrick Mason. Coming up in the last hour of our program, man. We've got uh, some good guests. Ryan McManus, Director of Football Operations with ECU, will join us uh, in studio. And we'll also talk to the hero from the 2016 Charlottesville Regional, Travis Watkins. Hit the walk-off bomb against Virginia. Hit a bomb in Game 1 against Texas Tech to give East Carolina the win in the Super Regional. And they just couldn't get that second win. All right, I don't know if Chan has his cronies, like team chan chiming in but you know what i'm gonna take it at at face value i'm gonna take it as it is i i was wrong people youtubes youtubers are description readers jack dover says i do clip i read the description so chandler for the second time in this show i'm gonna apologize to you man and for the first time because i don't believe i accepted it the last time but i will accept your apology thank you so two times in two hours i have just been i mean i used to watch conan o'brien and they used to do this bit where uh max weinberg the drummer they would show him on a camera and they would just put the word ass over his head and it would go ass (laughs) i've been an ass and i apologize 
And no need to worry. I, 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 <laughs> Don't sweat it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're all good here. Uh, Eric says, did the asking assassin have a talk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, somebody gave you some names yesterday. They were talking about blood soup. What were they talking Oof. about with Patrick asking uh, – Cl- I can't remember the other nicknames they gave you. <laughs> um, but the asking assassin is pretty good. That is. It rolls off the tongue pretty good. Uh, did you have a talk with Cliff after the press conference? Or did your icy stare take care of that situation? <laughs> what do you mean talk with him after? <laughs> I don't know. This is a question from Eric. This I did pull him aside just to talk something like personal. just Because there, there's a guy on my softball team who roomed with Cliff freshman year. So Who's that? Was uh, it his player? name's Chris Tyndall. Mm. Um, but anyway, so I just told Cliff that. But yeah, I, uh, you know. I <laughs> do you like feel he kind of cowers down to you now when you ask questions? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right, fine uh jamie says clip are there any lids from other teams in the college baseball tournament you would wear or look good yeah a hundred of them i need to get you know i need to get more college baseball hats chandler that's not see okay you know what i deserve that it looks like a jeopardy kind but, of, uh, wheel of fortune but the way you have it up here and i'm gonna screenshot it you're calling me my name and you're calling patrick mason an ass leaves me out of the description <laughs> and then just just does that why are you doing this to patrick we need like an arrow pointing up or something <laughs> yeah, that's, it's on it's on your shirt you're just an ass it gets bigger <laughs> it's like that day when we put all the our accomplishments next to each other you're gonna get in trouble for this Chandler. you better take that down uh, the higher ups are not going to be happy with you about this. I'm, FCC I'm, won't let you be. I'm just go ahead and tell you. Um, yeah, I want the Jackie Robinson uh, 42 hat from UCLA, which is, um, by the way, some are saying I created the 23 hat ECU wore this year. <laughs> some are saying that, not me. And I didn't get a hat or any recognition or anything. People but, are saying, yeah. Uh, let's see, Patrick, you've been. So, I have no idea what Jamie's trying to say. Too many uh, typos. So we'll just skip that, and we'll talk to Eric Ward. Chandler, stop! You are out of control. <laughs> you can't type cuss words into the YouTube screen. You can, and I'm cool with it. But I'm just telling you, you're going to get in trouble for that little stunt. Someone's <laughs> coming after you. Yeah. You're going to get it, buddy. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Pirates and Sooner Saturday, Virginia, or excuse me, Friday night, Virginia and Army earlier in the day. Eric Ward, our old friend, uh, will join us now on the Pirate Radio Live line to get you ready for the Charlottesville Regional. Eric, how you doing, man? Wonderful. It's so great to uh, hear your voice and some familiar names be mentioned. I'm excited for this weekend and seeing everybody, you know, that I've... uh, really missed over the last year and i think it's gonna be some great baseball yes sir eric and uh for whatever reason these two teams can't seem to to stay apart from one another they've been playing a lot uh during the preseason uh during fall leading up to the uh to the start of baseball season and we talked to some of the players yesterday on the delcor players lounge about that and of course we saw virginia at the greenville regional just last year a lot of pirate fans remember the 2016 charlottesville regional where east carolina was able to win that so the these teams have uh, crossed paths quite a few times here in baseball. Yeah, and, you know, I look back to last year in the, the Greenville Regional uh, with the, the ninth inning with Agnos closing it out. I mean, it was just such an electric atmosphere in, in Clark LeClaire. And, 
I mean, these two teams, you can tell, just kind of lay it on the line every time they see each other. So I expect nothing different, you know, this upcoming weekend and the assumption that they end up playing each other. Talking to Eric Ward, uh, now at Virginia. So, Eric, um, wanna, I've seen you already do a Q&A uh, right when it was announced with a lot of Pirate fans who are heading that way, and we'll we'll talk about some of that stuff. But as far as baseball goes, Eric, can you give us your scouting report of uh, the Virginia team that will be playing this weekend? Sure. Uh, so Virginia's had a, a really great season, um, certainly always a contender. Um, a couple things to note, uh, top hitting team in the country, batting 334 as a squad. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, the, the bread and butter is really just getting on base and keeping the line moving. Uh, one of the top double hitting teams in the country, um, you know, maybe not so much power on the home run department. I think, you know, Jake Geloff, our third baseman, is is certainly one of the best in the country, both at the homer front as well as uh, driving runs in. Uh, I believe he has 86 RBIs on the season. Uh, but the rest of the team is, is more or less uh, there to just kind of keep the line moving. Um, you know, a player to put a star in your scorebook um, on is going to be um, Kyle Teal, the catcher. Uh, he's a first-team uh, All-American, probably the best catcher in college baseball. He's hitting – I mean, he's hit right at 400 or above this entire season – uh, and so he was the ACC player of the year this season. I think from a, from a hitting perspective, you know, the, the tandem punch between Geloff and Teal is just something that's going to be tough for any pitching staff to navigate, you know, at any point in the tournament. Uh, but the lineup itself is, you know, really, really strong. You see, you know, quite a few players that are hitting, you know, well north of 300, uh, five guys in the everyday lineup hitting 333 or higher. Uh, on the pitching front, though, it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, the, as the season's gone on, I think the teams have kind of found a way to dink and dunk against the Hoos. So it'll be really interesting to see how the pitching match- matchups go this weekend. You know, who goes uh, lefties, who goes righties, what's the order they go in, who's pitching game one, who's pitching, you know, game two, et cetera. Um, so looking forward to really seeing – quality baseball across the whole regional and i think that you know it's a very evenly matched group obviously i keep up with the pirates i've I've seen a lot of the great things that the team's done this season and i really think that this is one of those rare regionals where any of the four teams could seriously walk out with with the win virginia and army will get things going and then it'll be oklahoma and east carolina coming up seven o'clock on a friday night and we'll be right here in the pirate radio studios having a watch party so join us while you watch the game. Should be a lot of fun. Eric, uh, are you handling the – so with ECU baseball, I got to work alongside you for uh, several years, and then you took over the main gig. So you were doing football. Other people handled the marketing uh, as far as in-game and all that stuff for baseball. How about with Virginia? Do you handle the, the baseball side of it? I do not. I, I do football and men's basketball here. Okay. You're actually chipped in for softball because we had a uh, – a staff gap, but uh, I'm primarily, you know, football and men's basketball. Certainly have my hands in other pieces. I'm uh, more focused on the fan experience side outside of the game presentation for, for baseball. Uh, well, and I was going to bring that up. We have, it's 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 annoying, but it's, it's an NCAA event more so than a Virginia event or an East Carolina event last year. And we like to, to have that home field advantage, but the NCAA wants it to be as 
vanilla as possible when it comes to the PA announcing players and uh, when a home runs hit. I know we played whoop, there it is for every team. So do you have any insight on, let's say, a run scores or a home run is hit for a East Carolina, Oklahoma, or Army player? What, what are we going to – are we going fight songs? Or are we going one song? Do you have any uh, idea on that? No, it'll be similar to what, what we experienced with, with Greenville and ECU, just trying to keep it, you know, pump up, high atmosphere, fun for everybody. You know, it, it's the same as everywhere else. There's no walk-up songs in the tournament, so yeah. you don't see anything like that. But, yeah, you know, the winning team will get the fight song played after after each game, uh, you know, sparing uh, pump-up music throughout, but a lot of the atmosphere is generated by the fans. And fortunately, as we've seen for many, many years, uh, fans bring the juice, so... I mean, there's really nothing like postseason baseball. You see the guys laying it all on the line. And I think that, you know, despite the uh, hurdles that we sometimes feel like we have to overcome in this postseason environment, it seems like it's electric no matter where you go. And I expect nothing different than that this weekend. A lot of Pirate fans will be heading there, Eric. I've already seen uh, a lot of questions heading your way regarding parking and uh, and when lots open and when you can be there and things like that. So can you kind of give us just the, the bullet points on what to expect for Friday for East Carolina fans heading up there and, and things like that? Of course, yeah. And first of all, I do want to say I really enjoy the uh, back and forth. I'm certainly here to help anybody and everybody, but uh, old ECU near and dear to my heart, so it's going to be awesome to see so many familiar faces this weekend. Uh, the setup for our uh, complex uh, is really interesting. You kind of have the basketball arena and the athletics administration building, and then there's a lot of parking in between. Uh, it's labeled as JPJ, which is our basketball arena. So you have JPJ South, East, West, as well as the garage. And then there's the sports complex that has baseball, softball, uh, soccer, lacrosse, track all together. Um, so the way that parking is going to work this weekend is you will basically get one of those JPJ passes, which are on sale now as all session options. Um, and I think it's only $30, so it's really not bad for the whole regional. Uh, and then at that point, it's just first come, first serve. Uh, we're going to open up the parking lots at 9 a.m. each day. Uh, they may change Monday depending on some factors. Uh, notably, we don't have a game time yet, but at least Friday through Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. will be you know when the lots open. It'll be first come, first serve. And then the gates will open uh, roughly 60 minutes before the game. Hopefully, knock on wood, we never get into a situation where we get the rain and lighting and all that that we've seen so many times in, in the Greenville regionals. But if we do, then obviously we'll make adjustments on the fly and get a great experience to everybody, regardless of the weather. Good stuff. Eric Ward joining us. Eric, uh, do you have any recommendations for folks to have a pirate beverage, uh, get a meal? Uh, a lot of uh, What about around the area while folks are waiting for the game to start or either after the game, if they're going to be there all weekend? Uh, I don't know. You got any spots you like? Yeah, Charlottesville's not too too large. I mean, the, the Barracks Road Shopping Center, if you're looking for a quick bite, is several restaurants and whatnot. But if you're looking for a really good like downtown experience, whether it be restaurants, bars, we have a downtown mall that is phenomenal. Uh, there's actually a pavilion at the end of it, and we have an event called Fridays After Five. It's a free concert series that um, I think would be very enjoyable to anybody who's coming in town. Of course, that's unfortunately during the ECU game uh, Friday night, but uh, maybe if there are some late arrivers, check that out. But, yeah, the downtown mall has a ton of great restaurants, good drinks. Uh, I'm sure there will be um, enhanced uh, beer options this weekend for those looking for pirate beverages. I know we've been working large on our concessions operation to just be prepared. Uh, so I, I think that it'll just be a great experience overall. And, you know, I know folks, uh, because of the hotel options as it is in every town, sometimes it's limited, but 
uh, coming in town, there's there's so much to do, and, and looking forward to seeing purple and gold around Charlottesville. Awesome stuff. Eric Ward joining us uh, from Charlottesville to be East Carolina in the Charlottesville Regional. Pirates will begin play coming up Friday night, 7 o'clock, uh, against Oklahoma. And Virginia and West Point will play earlier in the day. Eric, uh, anything else you want to get out there? Uh, news, information uh, regarding this weekend for folks heading up there? Yeah, just really a quick note that uh, I know we've had some really, really strong sales for this regional uh, we certainly project uh, at some point in the future, whether it's, you know, in the near future, if it's on game day, that at least the Virginia-specific games will will, will all sell out. Um, the all-session tickets are on sale for $35. We only have general admission seating left. Uh, and I would just highly encourage anybody who, who is making uh, plans to come or considering coming to go ahead and get those tickets because there certainly is no guarantee that the entire regional would not be sold out. Good stuff with Eric Ward today from UVA. And, Eric, I miss working alongside with you. I miss uh, talking pirate athletics with you here on the show. But, really, I miss hanging out with you Wednesday nights and you guys uh, at Sports Trivia at AJ's. So, on that note, I'm going to pop a a sports trivia question to you just to see if your brain's still firing. (laughs) I hope so. All right, here we go. Uh, This former Cavalier... Um, played pitcher and first base uh, for Virginia. He is a two-time all-star left-handed reliever and was a 2019 World Series champion. Do you know that Cavalier off the top of your head? That is going to be Sean Doolittle. All right, Eric, you still got it. You never lost it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I'm so close. Thank you very much, dude. That was uh, some really great times. And I got to tell you, if you, uh, if you're in Greenville and you're listening, uh, you're not going to the Cliff Sports Trivia. You're missing now because I've been searching for a year, Cliff, and I just haven't found anything like it. <laughs> I, uh, I miss it all the time. Well, great plug. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we miss you guys too. But great to talk with you, Eric. And uh, you'll see a lot of familiar faces coming your way this weekend for the Charlottesville Regional. It'll be the the Wahoos, the uh, Black Knights of Army, also the Sooners of Oklahoma, and of course the East Carolina Pirates. Eric Ward joining us today. Eric, great to catch up with you, man, and uh, we'll do it again down the road, bud. You too. We'll see you again soon. Eric Ward joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, and Patrick Mason will be heading up to Charlottesville. When are you leaving, Patrick? I'm going to go Friday just because that game's a night game. So uh, I'll have some time to get up there. So that, right. That'll be good. Get up there, maybe. Uh, see the end of the first game or just hang yeah. out until ECU plays? Yeah, I was going to try to get there a little early and you know, try to get up there by one and a one or two or something like that and, and soak it all in. We'll uh, take our final break of this hour. We'll wrap it up, get Patrick's final thoughts, his pick to click for the Charlottesville Regional for ECU. Got that coming up and more. We'll wrap up hour two and send it over to hour three where we will talk to Ryan McManus, Director of Football Operations for ECU. He'll join us in hour three as will Travis Watkins, the hero from the 2016 Charlottesville Regional. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Things are getting out of hand Trying too much but
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, are you ready to play some kickball? Then join Robbie's Clubhouse this Saturday from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. on uh, Reedy Branch Road in Winterville. You can come and join the fun while helping the special needs community by uh, joining in for some friendly kickball. They are currently looking for teams and volunteers. If you'd like to uh, sign up, you can go to eventbrite.com and search for Robbie's uh, Clubhouse. Or if you need more information, just call 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DaBuck. DaBuck. Patrick's White Sox are getting smoked 12 to 3 by the Angels today. Sounds about right. Braves trying to salvage a series against the A's, the lowly A's. Atlanta has a 3 nothing lead in the sixth inning. O's up 7 to 6 on the Guardians, but Cleveland has the bases loaded in the fifth inning. So keeping an eye on what's going on with baseball because that's all you got i told chandler i was a little bit sad a tear a single tear dropped down my cheek earlier today when i told him that we'll have no basketball or hockey on at aj's at sports trivia tonight for the first time since november Mm. so uh we're getting to that that time of the year where uh it's baseball and and that's uh about it for you until we roll around to football we will talk football coming up with ryan mcmanus in just a moment director of football operations at east carolina but patrick will wrap it up with you Uh, first of all we've got travis watkins coming up our our next hour too former pirate catcher i thought about over the week i think about this often and and folks i hope you're thinking about it and praying on it as well have you thought about justin wilcoxon's poor knees <laughs> yeah i, I was mean actually, <laughs> good grief when we were at the the watch show on uh monday i was i was made sure to find wilcoxon and i'm like i gotta just get a look at this guy and see if he looks haggard and miserable if Man. he's hunched over walking around but he, he looked fine he was eating his food you know with gusto and doing his thing <laughs> so but he, he looked all right. But, yeah, that's a lot of innings to catch with no break. <laughs> I bring that up because Watkins was the hero in Charlottesville in 2016. If I'm going pick to click, I think it's just because I'm about to talk to Travis Watkins and Pirate Catcher in that stadium wearing the gold. I, I, I'm going to go with the – Will Coxon's going to hit a, at least one bomb this weekend. Yeah, that, that's There's totally my projection. Who's your uh, pick to click for ECU? Uh, I'm going to say Josh Moylan. I think he uh, continues to have a – he's had a great year, but I think he's going to really be at the pop in the bat that they need this weekend. He hit a home run against Virginia in the Saturday winner's bracket game last year in the Greenville Regional. And uh, who that knows? That was a fun game. It was. I mean, awesome that, that game. game was electric. Yep. That's my favorite game of the year, and unfortunately we won't have it here in Greenville this year, but the Saturday winner's bracket game, if ECU's in it at Clark LeClaire, is always just – it's like late afternoon. Yeah, crowd is just jacked up, fever pitch, and you had uh, two good baseball teams going at it last year. East Carolina trying to make it to the winners bracket if they can get by Oklahoma coming up on Friday. How about uh, pitching wise, Patrick? Who uh, I mean, look, it's all hands on deck. We talked about it earlier, but who are you looking forward to seeing this weekend? I'm looking to see Trey Savage dominate because for the first half of this year, 60% of this year, he was one of the better pitchers in the entire country. Um, I'd love to see him get back to that that groove and that thing where he could put the team on his back for a game and just you know ride some great pitching. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, 
And yeah, I guess just the relievers just kind of be steady. You know, the bullpen's been a little shaky just a long year, but really Trey Savage. If he can be Trey Savage, uh, they'll be in good shape. All right, uh, Patrick, you can follow him on Twitter. You can read his stories on the pages of the Daily Reflector, online, reflector.com, and you'll be in um, Charlottesville. And a lot of people, too, look for scores. They, they don't really like follow the game pitch by pitch, but they want to know the score. And some of these score services for college baseball, it's kind of hard to find, but Patrick does uh, a good job of updating the game. So if you are looking to follow along and can't be near a TV or whatever, you can follow him on Twitter for that. That's right. A couple snarky comments or two and uh, the scores. There you go. <laughs> Patrick, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks. And uh, have fun. We'll catch up with you again next week. We will take a time out when we return. Ryan McManus, ECU football. We'll uh, switch gears a little bit, talk some football, talk about the upcoming summer camps coming up at ECU, how you can get involved, and uh, look at this offseason for the Pirates. Had some kickoff times announced today. We'll talk about that as well. Big Hour 3 on tap with Ryan McManus and Travis Watkins. More to go on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans, plus construction and lot loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll continue on the baseball talk with Travis Watkins, former Pirate catcher. He will join us to reminisce on the Charlottesville Regional Championship from 2016 and uh, talk about these Pirates as well. Let's talk a little football. I had some football news uh, that came out earlier today. If you missed it, East Carolina and Michigan will do battle at noon on September 2nd. And that game will be streaming on Peacock and Peacock only. So no traditional television. It'll be on Peacock, easily available, not for a terrible price. And uh, basically, I think you can spend like six bucks to watch the Pirates that day if you want to cancel it after that. Uh, Also, ESPN Plus for the App State game, uh, which will be a 3.30 kickoff, and for the Gardner-Webb game, which will be a 6 o'clock kickoff, that one at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Ryan McManus, the Director of Football Operations, joins us now in the Pirate Radio Studios. Ryan, great to see you again. How you doing, man? It's good. It's good to be back. Absolutely. And uh, summertime means camp time, right? And, camp uh, season. You got some coming up, so we'll start there. And um, and first of all, how many camps uh, do you have going this year? So we're going to end up having four 
true prospect camps where we invite high school kids that were looking to recruit um, try and get eyes on for evaluation. We will have our traditional junior pirate camp, locust camp. Uh, then we'll have our ladies clinic at the end. That's always a fun night for everybody. And then sprinkled in, we have a big man camp, a seven-on-seven tournament, and a specialist camp. So we're hitting all gamuts of football, everybody that wants to be a part of it. That's Absolutely. awesome. Everybody uh, is included. Uh, yeah. the, the players on the field, uh, the ladies, and the kids, the future pirates perhaps so uh so let's uh, let's kind of go over them one by one i guess so how many kids do y'all bring in for the the prospect camps so it ranges based on um you know the beginning of this camp coming up sunday i think we have 175 pre-registered right now we're expecting probably another 50 to 75 walk up so those camps are usually anywhere 250 plus towards the end of the season or towards the end of camp season uh, our last camp will probably have close to 300 just because it's the last opportunity for those high school kids to get in front of our coaches try and get evaled um so that's you know that it tends to grow as the summer goes on just they're trying to get their last push before they go into the dead period so the the purpose uh, part of it is always you want to get better and, and do that but for them they want eyeballs on them basically and to say hey uh look at me as a prospect type of thing yeah no doubt because there's you know guys get out in the spring and do a really good job of evaluating guys um some schools have more more in-depth spring practices so you're able to get a, a good idea of a guy's body movement how he can throw how he can catch all those things um but at the same time, most of our coaches are only get able to see a practice or two a day. So this is the greatest opportunity for them to get out there and have a ton of eyes on them. And we also have coaches from other staffs throughout North Carolina, around the area that come. So it's, it's a chance to be seen by more than just one staff as well. All right. How about the Junior Pirates Camp coming up June 12th through the 14th? And you can sign up at Mike Houston Football Camps, LLC.com. So uh, how about these uh, three days? What do you got going on, Ryan? Yeah, that's the, that's the most fun for me um, just because you, I can go back to the days when I used to go to the football camps at uh, the Steve Logan football camps and, and you know, spin around and everything. Yep. Um, but it's just a great opportunity for kids that are learning about football, want to play football, don't know anything about football to get out there to be coached by our coaches and our players, but also just spend time in our facilities, spend time with our players. So now you're hoping to, to build that community involvement. And now like as NIL grows and guys can put out their own merchandise and stuff. Now I can be with Eli Morris in Junior Pirate Camp and then go buy the number 90 Eli Morris jersey. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that's pretty cool to see. And that is what the NIL is for. Uh, there's a lot of people using it for for other things, but that is the pure, that, that is awesome. And, uh, and I was at uh, Tiebreakers this weekend and saw a t-shirt that said ECU Baseball. On the back it said Makarevich 99, and you can do those types of things now, which is awesome to see. Uh, so people can sign up for that, sign your kids up. Uh, what are the, the age groups for that? So we're, it is um, first grade up through eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and man, I used to love those camps too. I went to I went to Coach O baseball camp back in the day. Mike Steele basketball camp. I don't think I ever went to a football camp. How, did uh, Steve Logan ever grade you out uh, your arm there when you were coming it's, up? Ryan? So it was really just one. So Steve Logan would always take the top uh, like guys. This was more as I got into like high school. Yeah. But like the top guys would always go. And this was way back in the day where the parking lot um, was grass field. So we used to 
that's where camp was. And then they had the bushes over that separated to the practice field. Mm-hmm. He would take all like the top juniors and everybody else and go over to the practice field, and th- they would get their own kind of one-on-one workouts <laughs> with Coach Logan. And so the summer that I was supposed to go over there, and like I was going to be one of the quarterbacks throwing, uh, he was no longer the head coach. Ah, so there you go. Uh, good stuff. Ryan McManus joining us. Got the junior camp, the prospect camp, and uh, and man, the ladies love the uh, ladies camp here at ECU. That's been going on a while now, and that uh, is going on this year so uh what's the information on that yeah friday night this year has been special we teamed up with atlantic bay mortgage group to they're they're going to be sponsoring the event and it's just a great night that's one of the last um nights that we are all together as a staff before we hit vacation but it's just a lot of fun to let the ladies get out there run around the field uh run through the tunnel with the smoke and do some drills spend time with the players last year uh i know jenny's her vlog was awesome to show an inside look at what everything that went down with um ladies clinic but like i said i mean no different than kids camp it's an opportunity for our fans to be able to spend some good quality time with our players and people that cheer on on saturdays awesome stuff uh ryan mcmahon is joining us director of football operations at east carolina and once again what are the the is it the same website for all same the camps? website all right. for all the camps yeah whether it's prospect junior pirate uh ladies clinics all mike houston football camps llc.com awesome stuff i uh, had a question on youtube uh this is from eric he said mr mcmanus would you consider inviting chandler honeycutt to serve as the long snap ambassador for the specialist camp so i don't know if you're aware of this uh but he is rubio trained and we've got this video from seven years ago had 315 views just a couple of thursdays ago we're up to 506 so it's about to go viral ryan and he has eligibility left so you take a look at this kid here he's a man now i I don't know if he could train or if you actually want him to be potentially all as a walk-on but just something to think about absolutely we're always looking for uh the deep snappers is a position you always need good quality guys there and Chandler can fire that piston back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. He likes what he sees. I, and here. look, I don't mean to brag, but I am a former participant of the Ruffin McNeil uh, specialist camp. Kurt Dahl was there. Kurt Dahl, <laughs> Wilson Rayner was the instructor out there. I think Charlie Coggins was out there too. So, but I had a lot of fun at, at that at that camp. Do you have the whole clip, Shirley? So Ryan, the, we were at uh, Media Day last year, and I was and Chandler did an awesome job with the interviews, and I handled part of them. But I was listening to his interviews, and I was like, is he telling everybody, coach and player, he interviews that he's a former long snapper? And I just took out those parts, so hit it real quick, Charlie. Cheer. I'm a former long snapper, so I love talking about this position. I'm a former specialist myself. I used to long snap. All right, I'm going to talk about my favorite part of football, special teams. How's Are you t- that's his truth? You mean that? I'm a former long snapper. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he had it's always like he had a business card passing around to everybody Look, i had to make a connection with those guys i mean i, I was going to have a conversation with them i had to let them know that i was one of them so. tim dallas was like are you kidding me you, uh, he's so. like what's wrong with you and i was like no nah, nothing all right so um maybe you'll get that invite maybe to, so maybe. you do have a uh did you say specialist camp we do yeah. okay yeah yeah so. come on out <laughs> all right, so there you go all right and uh big man camp for linemen seven on seven so you'll have uh what teams rolling in yeah, here for that so we have um 32 teams signed up for our beast of the east seven nice. on seven turn. yeah huge turnout and we're, we're like we got a waiting list and everything turning people away so that's been really good and we'll run that on the same day almost simultaneously as our uh, big man camp that's a padded camp for you know the o-line d-line and they get after 
sure and that's a fun camp as well that's cool i've never witnessed it before but i see a lot of social media stuff whether it be from east carolina or from the high schools themselves putting out highlights or results from the beast of the east and uh, and they take that stuff serious and it's a lot of good competition out there right no doubt you look at some of the teams that came uh last year we had state champions from north carolina virginia we had top 100 recruits on those teams right. like, it's a great opportunity to get a lot of people onto campus the high school coaches really like it because it's another day that they can use use as practice but it also does give bragging rights for those yeah. teams that finish um in the championship and i remember a sweet wrestling belt did they yeah. still give that out yeah we yeah. got another one uh, i think the national guard is the sponsor of the the title belt this oh, year man. so yeah i, I want to get some eyeballs on that all right uh ryan mcmanus joining us ryan so director of football operations i know that this could take a while so if you could just break it down as, as much as possible to something simple what is your job <laughs> yeah. what do you do yeah. yeah we make the program run between <laughs> myself and jay kirkendall our chief, our chief of staff like we we team up just to make sure the buses are there. We get to places where we need to be on time. The food's there. Um, just everything is running as smooth as possible so that we can be uh, the best program as possible. You have been, you know, in the huddle, in the locker room, you know, on the field. So how about this this part of football? You've really seen football from just about every angle at this point, right? So yeah, no how much do you enjoy, you know, this side of it? Are you one, you know, would you like to be on the sidelines one day? You know, what, what does the future hold for you, you think? This part has been really fun, especially this offseason, being able to go through an offseason in this role and, and planning our trips for like next year and stuff, doing some site visits and, yeah. and just going through that whole process. Um, totally different. Like, uh, again, a ton of respect for everybody that's in the ops world because there's so many things that go on behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Yeah. Um, still, obviously, have the itch to coach ball. And, you know, we're not ruling out one way or the other. It's just right now, it's good to be the DFO at East Carolina. Yeah. And uh, have you been to Ann Arbor? I have not okay so what you talked about going on a bit like will you go before the team goes so um jake kirkendall usually advances so he'll leave okay. thursday after practice um i'm there on friday making sure everything's good to go get us to the airport and then i come with the team and jake's ahead of ahead of us making sure hotel's ready all those things like that um he actually worked at eastern michigan so he's very familiar with that area so i think he used uh, um, hotel that he stayed at before for that game so we didn't do a site visit there but like san antonio um ut or san antonio fau app state some places we hadn't been before we went out and checked out those hotels gotcha. was able to see what works best for us location all that stuff yeah i'm looking forward to that uh game in the alamo dome uh, they're a good team but just uh, the cool different environment you know yeah. uh, that's that's gonna be a good one um so as the director of football operations do you prefer a nooner a night game Where, what do you prefer <laughs> noon's a lot easier just to manage just get up meet eat breakfast or eat pregame yeah. ride um obviously as a fan the night games are a lot more fun a little more time to get warmed up for everybody in the stands but from an op standpoint it's nice to have a noon kickoff and hopefully you know a win and you're done by four o'clock well just early kickoff times it's something for everybody we got a nooner we got a 330 a six and a 730 so the ones that have been announced right now yeah. uh, a little something for everybody all times of the day so far and once again that game uh, against michigan will be on peacock what's the uh the biggest stadium you you played in 
Uh, I was fortunate. I played in Florida State. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, down in Tallahassee, yeah. uh, and man, the big house. It's good. And Mike Houston, I, I remember. I guess it was on last time we talked to him where he said he is going to like take the team on the field, you know, before the warmups. And I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, where maybe he doesn't do that at every venue, but for this one, he wanted them to take it in because it is going to be different than anything else they've ever seen. Yeah, no doubt. Normally, we don't ever check out where we're playing until we show up on game day. Um, this one, I think, more so not from a size standpoint and just the way the ball might fit in with the background yeah. I mean, it's just such something that big so many seats i think that's where we got to get adjusted there and hopefully it's okay we've seen it and then we show up the next day and it's not the all factor isn't quite as large yeah right ryan mcmanus joining us ryan when you look overall at this football program right now very steady footing with uh, mike houston and the program he has built in his time here you've got great stability with the head coach the o coordinator the d coordinator all that but you look at the offense you've got about 99 percent of the production missing so it's a balance you feel good about the stability and where the program is as a whole and you're concerned because you just have guys you haven't seen on the field a lot so i don't know what's it like in the building right now as you go through this offseason and look ahead to 2023 there's a high level of optimism yeah i mean guys like holton and cj and isaiah like they're tough to replace but our coaches also do a very good job recruiting and so those guys that we've have that are going to step up into the role into those roles this year it's not like we don't know what they can do you know we they've been in the program they they understand the culture they've been developing themselves and so um the, i think everybody's excited to really see them hey it's your time to shine like let's see what you can do and i think we have the guys uh in the building guys on offense in particular that can do that uh we've heard comments both in the studio and on uh i think i saw one on youtube as well uh, let's see. You can't buy that hoodie. You've got a, a nice uh, limited edition military bowl hoodie. One of a kind. Uh, not a great experience there, but how about to come back the next year, get back to a bowl and win it, Ryan? What does that mean for this program? And and are you feeling any effects of that still? Yeah, that's huge. Um because I think what you see a lot in recruiting now is when you reach out to a kid, it's like, hey, what do you know about East Carolina? Well, I know you guys won a bowl game last year. I know you've guys been to two bowl games in back-to-back years. So the bowl game experience, one, it's a great reward for all the hard work yeah. you guys have put in. Secondly, it helps in recruiting because it's on a national scale. You know, that two, three-week period in December where it's just bowl games on bowl games. Yeah, East was the only it. thing on that night, yeah, really. Exactly. So, hey, if you want to watch ball, you're going to watch us. And we put on a pretty good performance against Coastal. And so that just springs springboards us into the recruiting cycle knowing that okay we kind of throw the hook out we've been to bowl games now you start doing your research on us and the program coach houston everything it's only moving up do you have it has does your job change at all with the you know growth of of nil transfer portal it's more players to to kind of get in tune with what you're doing here does your job get any tougher with that stuff at all uh yes and no with the nil stuff that's separate from us um with the transfer portal the only unfortunate thing is we might have guys you know um come in come out we just got it onboarding but again that kind of goes back to recruiting like we're gonna recruit people that fit our culture yeah so it's not teaching them the ways of how east carolina football works isn't that difficult well man we last year talked to and and rajay is like my favorite pirate ever almost just an awesome dude but getting to know isaiah obviously i've known holton a long time cj being conley guys but you're gonna when you have that many kids that things can happen every now and then but generally 
generally speaking, just a great group of young men. And, and all the guys I came across, very respectful, very fun, positive, upbeat. So I know that's the kind of player you want to bring in, and then you get them here and, and just kind of grow that attitude. But kudos to, to you guys on staff uh, and everybody for, for the, the kids you're bringing in. Oh, uh, well, appreciate I mean, that's, that's Coach Houston. That's what's worked for him at all the different places he's been, and you see it's continuing to work for us right now. Ryan McManus joining us. All right, let's uh, go over the camps one more time. So you got the prospect camps, but for uh, folks that want to sign their kids up for junior camp, uh, you're able to do that right now. And once again, just kind of go over the things uh, going on. That's going to be a really fun one, right? Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, you know, we're going to take them through a lot of skills and drills and uh, a little county fair to get them nice and tired out for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> but we always finish the day with pirate ball. We're going to have the opportunity to um, – spend some time with our players, maybe have a slip and slide one day, be able to run out through the tunnel with the smoke going and do the whole entrance. So just a really cool experience for those kids. Um, I think the best thing would just be to be around our players, be coached. Each team they will be on will be coached by a player. So that's some good um, quality interaction there. So that will be June 12th through the 14th. And then we got our latest clinic uh, sponsored by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group on June 23rd, that Friday night. Again, just a lot of fun with having the ladies in the building, being able to spend some time with the coaches and players as well. We'll get them out on the field, do some skills and drills, maybe a couple competitions, fastest lady in camp type deal, All right. uh, who can kick the longest field goal, stuff like that. But just to make it a really fun evening for our lady fans as well. Awesome. Uh, it is camp season, and that kind of is the bridge to uh, football season. So we are uh, looking forward to fall camp and uh, the start of the season, but uh, got some fun camps on the way before that. Ryan, good stuff. Uh, do you need to give any shout-outs while you're here today? <laughs> yeah, so last year I made the mistake of not missing my amazing wife when we were talking about my family so need to give her a shout out for not <laughs> sticking with me for another year and give me a chance to show uh show her some love on the radio but Hannah does an amazing job for me and our boys and we actually have a third child on the way in august oh, nice. so yeah so she's amazing i appreciate her and i'm sorry for not mentioning you last year <laughs> <laughs> well you got a lot going on home life and with ecu football but ask her if you can make it out one wednesday night for sports trivia while try. you got some time I'll definitely try. but it sounds like you, your plate's full at the moment, <laughs> yeah. so maybe not. Uh, Ryan, good to see you, man. Thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck with all the camps Always. this year. Appreciate it. All right, there he is. Ryan McManus, Director of Football Operations, joining us here today on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, uh, let's open up the booty bag and make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. What are we giving away today? By the way, I'm going to that ladies' camp. All right. All right. Coming up in June. So, um, that sounds like a challenge to the other ladies like I'm going I'm going to be fastest lady longest kicker and I don't know about the kicking part I, I, I'm not very good at the kicking but I can catch a ball you got time to practice we'll I work can, with I you can, I can catch a ball we got a long snapper he can snap yeah, it to yeah, me I'll yeah, hold we it can practice. laces out alright how about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's shrimp taco lunch at Chico's to caller number 6 caller 6 317-1250 Travis Watkins joins us on the other side of this timeout. more to go after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. 
Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And congratulations to Blake. Oh, where's his? Oh, Blake Henderson uh, from Greenville. He was the winner of the shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more, plus ice cold cervezas, and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, that was Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt here as well on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live, and we are joined now by the hero of the 2016 Charlottesville Regional, East Carolina, heading back to Charlottesville to play baseball this weekend. They got the Oklahoma Sooners Saturday night at 7 o'clock, Virginia and Army on the other side of that bracket. Right now, we will talk to former Pirate captain and catcher Travis Watkins. Travis, great to catch up with you, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hope you are. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And uh, there are some uh, pirate athletes that if you say their name, one moment pops up. And for you, Travis, uh, when we say the name Travis Watkins, first thing that comes to mind for everybody is that blast in the ninth inning in Charlottesville to give East Carolina the win, stay in the winner's bracket, and eventually win the Charlottesville Regional. And uh, I'm curious, do you ever get tired of, of talking about that moment, Travis? <laughs> No, that's one of the moments that I'll remember the rest of my life. Uh, it was a special moment, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> we talked to Kirk Morgan yesterday. He got it all started uh, in which he called yesterday, Travis, the ugliest infield single you'll ever see. Uh, but that got the thing rolling there in the ninth inning. And I think there might have been, I think there was only one out by the time you got up, Travis, but five runs, five hits. Uh, you guys just got rolling. And uh, and like you said, you were there to, uh, to cap it off there at the end. Yeah, a lot of people just remember the home run, but uh, like you just said, five runs in the inning. So we had a lot of contributions from everybody. I mean, you had Kirk get on, you had Parker uh, get a hit, and Duane and Charlie and everybody contributed. And I think Turner Brown maybe maybe sack bunted everybody up to second and third, and uh, yeah. we were now one run. So my approach when I went up to the plate, I was just trying to hit a sacrifice fly. It was one out, second and third, so – um, I got into my two-strike approach and just tried to simplify my swing as as simple as possible because uh, we were facing a good pitcher, uh, Tommy Doyle. So uh, what I did is just try to go up there and hit a fly ball, and the fly ball just kept going and went over the fence. And, Travis, we also think about your name when we get to this point in the season because it always seems like there's a pirate that it catches fire, whether it be into the regular season, into the conference tournament, into the regionals. Last year it was Bryson Worrell. Uh, in the in the past, uh, you had one of those hot streaks going uh, in postseason. This year it looks like it might be Josh Moylan who's getting heated up for ECU. But you kind of you carried that over into Lubbock, too, with a, a big blast in game one of that series, right? Yeah, um, it's funny because – I wasn't really a home run hitter. I mean, I think the whole entire season I had maybe, what, three home runs the whole season. So I wasn't expecting to to go out there and hit home runs and stuff. So uh, 
what I what I did is I worked with Coach Godwin, and we worked on simplifying swings and and stuff like that. So I just got up there and see ball hit ball, and I, I got hot at the right time, like you said, and uh, it all worked out. Travis Watkins joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Travis, how about when I give you these numbers? Justin Wilcox, an East Carolina catcher has played in 56 games this season. He started in 51 games. He just caught every inning, I believe. I think they pinch it for him at the end of a game uh, in Clearwater. I believe he caught every defensive inning for East Carolina. I mean, what is what is he feeling right now heading in to this regional? That, that's uh, that, that's just tough to, to think about him going all those innings this year for ECU. Yeah, um, well, it's the best time of the year. You don't have school. You every everybody, all the kids are out. So all you're focusing on is baseball and your recovery. So uh, me as a catcher, I I enjoyed playing every day. That that was what I wanted to do. And actually, my body felt better when I played every day and, and got active. And hmm. if you if you sit there and, and don't do something for a day or so, that's when the soreness really sets in. And that was for me personally. But uh. Yeah, it's a grind, but that's uh, that's part of it. And I know he's probably in the same boat where you want to be out there every chance, opportunity you get. Do you uh, feel any effects these days from catching all those innings, Travis? Believe it or not, I don't yet. Which Good. I'm I'm lucky because I I caught for a long time, twenty years of my life, Man. starting at a young age, and. And so far, my knees are holding up, my hips are holding up, my ankles are holding up pretty good. So I'm sure I'll feel it later in life, but right now I'm pretty good. <laughs> good to hear. Travis Watkins joining us. Travis, what are you up to these days? What are you doing? Where are you living now? I live in Concord. Um, I work in industrial sales. So I work at a family business. We've been in business for about 35 years. So uh, I, I cover a territory of North Carolina. So I just go to manufacturing plants and uh pharmaceutical chemical power industries throughout the state so what's your um connection to baseball now are you playing like slow pitch softball to keep it keep it going are you you're just watching on tv any connections to the sport now i watch on tv obviously uh i got a good buddy that um plays for the rangers Corey seager i went yeah. i grew up with him my entire life and he i was in his wedding he was uh we we grew up together went to the same high school and everything so i, I follow the rangers um, a little bit, and then I play a little bit of slow pitch softball, but it's just not the same because you go to East Carolina, you play to win, and you go out there on Tuesday nights, and they're uh, they're they're more interested in other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was one of those guys. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Travis Watkins joining us. Uh, how about this current team, um, Travis? How, how much have you followed the program, East Carolina? Man, uh, right there on the edge of once again hosting. This will be the first time in a long time. This will be the first time anybody on this team has played on the road in a regional. So, uh, what are your what's your take on Cliff Godwin and uh, this year's Pirates? Well. I know that they've got a good team. I mean, they've won. I think I saw a stat I go put out that they had the second most wins in the regular season out of any team in the country. Yeah. Obviously, is impressive. Uh, but I get down there. My wife is actually from Winterville, so we go down there and get get down there to see her family and stuff, and we catch some games every once in a while. But I obviously follow them and watch them as much as i can good deal how much are you keeping up uh with you had a cast of characters on that team with uh bryce Harmon and charlie jorgen and by the way jorgen must be a, a good buddy of yours because i was texting with him last night and i said hey uh if you got any good behind the scenes or inside joke questions i can ask travis let me know 
and he said uh he'll have to think of some and make sure they're air appropriate and he never sent anything after that so he's keeping it all inside so i i hate it for me and the listeners but kudos to him he's a good friend yeah that, that's good you, you don't want some of them stories to come out <laughs> <laughs> uh do you still talk to any of your old uh pirate teammates travis yeah i talked to um a bunch of, of the guys so i was i was fortunate enough to play that extra year so i had uh, a fifth year so i played with obviously the guys that I came into my class with, and then I got a good crossover of, of guys that uh, were at a different age than me, and then I graduated with, with Bryce, like you said, Kirk, Eric, uh, Charlie, and all them. So I, I keep up with them regularly. We see each other when we, we cross paths, and uh, I talk to Bryce and Eric and Kirk and, and all those guys pretty regularly. We have a group chat that we get on, and we send each other funny stuff, and and just keep up with each other and see how things are going. Travis Watkins joining us, uh, part of the Pirate family and the culture that is Cliff Godwin ECU Baseball. And the picture we had, we're using, Travis, uh, on our YouTube and Facebook, has you in the Pirates jersey, and it's got the C on the chest. And uh, and that is, that's pretty cool. What does that mean to have that C on your chest when you were here at ECU? Well, it's, it's, it's an honor. Um, it was voted on by the teammates, so uh, that's that's one thing that, that I hold dearly to my heart, that my teammates voted me as a captain. And uh, that, that's something special to me, and it's something that I try to do uh, on a day-to-day basis is just go out there and be the best version of myself that I can and, and try to uh, lead by example and do the best, do the best, the right thing at all times. And Travis, uh, you win games because you have good players and, and good pitchers on the mound. You behind the plate, some big hitters. But how about the, the intangible stuff? How does Cliff keep this machine rolling every year with new guys? What is it about the the program, the buy in, all that stuff uh, that you were right there in the middle of it? You were a captain of it, so I don't know. Can you speak to not necessarily the hitting, the pitching, but but what else makes this program a winner? Yeah, when you come in, I mean, you got to know you're going to work, and that's that's one thing that we definitely did. So I, I played uh, for two years with, with Billy Godwin, and then when Cliff came in, he came in right away and, and set the culture of what it's going to be and what it's, what the honor is to wear the Pirate uniform. And you got to earn it. I mean, you don't come to East Carolina just to roll the balls out there. You're going to work hard in practice, and you're going to prepare like nobody else in the country. And I think that's what separates East Carolina from everybody else in the country. Yeah, Travis Watkins joining us. Good stuff. East Carolina former catcher. It'll be ECU back in Charlottesville. And uh, what are what are some? We've talked so much about that, Travis. Uh, it's not like that's the only thing you did. Hit a home run uh, against Virginia. So, how about other games? Uh, other pirate memories? Some of your favorite wins? What else uh, stands out to you? Well, um, obviously the super regional win was was big, uh, and then we. We went to game two and went into extra innings mm. and was 90 feet away from Omaha a couple times. And uh, that was a heartbreaker that that I'll never never forget as well. I, I, I run into some some former people that went to uh, Texas Tech mm. in, my business, in my business world now. And I was like, man, I can't stand Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> 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 Every time I just think about the how close we were and yep. the effort we put into it and and everything and um but it's gonna happen ecu will be in omaha it's just a matter of time yes sir travis watkins joining us today travis awesome to catch up with you man uh hopefully you'll be uh cheering the pirates on from concord this weekend and uh keep up the great work in your personal life great to chat with you today travis we appreciate it man 
Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. There is former Pirate catcher Travis Watkins joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Hates Lubbock, Texas, as a lot of Pirate fans do. Uh, so close to getting to Omaha that year. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got more to go on Pirate Radio Live. We'll uh, take another look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. We'll also tell you what's going on on the show on Thursday and all we have planned for Friday. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Some insecurities about the way I feel where I want to be. I know it's with you No one can do The things you do listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Top stories of the day regarding ECU athletics uh, involves football. Got a kickoff time and a network for ECU Michigan. It'll be on Peacock on september 2nd that's right uh peacock it'll be streaming only at noon when they kick off uh, the season in ann arbor east carolina and app state will play at 3 30 in boone and that is week three of the season and that will be on espn plus east carolina gardner webb will be at six o'clock no time for ecu and marshall as of yet so uh, that is the update on pirate baseball, or excuse me, pirate football scheduling. Let's look at some major league baseball now. You've got the Braves leading the A's four to two as they play in the eighth inning. Guardians twelve to eight over Baltimore as they have gone to the eighth inning, and Chandler Honeycutt's Nationals have a five four lead over the Dodgers. Patrick Corbin versus Noah Syndergaard. If this was like seven years ago, it'd be a huge matchup. But uh, now it's just a couple guys hanging on. Uh, But that was the matchup today in L.A. Uh, Those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. And boy, we are running out of things to talk about on that Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. So you got hoops tomorrow night, Chan Man. Nuggets heat. Uh, You got? uh, Everybody's picking the Nuggets and... I probably will too, but you kind of asked the question like, could the Heat actually do it? Of course they could. Like, uh, the, the number seems to be more lopsided than I thought it would be. It was like minus 320 for the Nuggets to win the series, something like that. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not going to count out these Heat. You've seen what they've done so far. As long as Jimmy Butler is playing in the game, they will have a chance because he can take over a game just as about as great as anybody in the league can even i mean but Jokic is great jamal murray 
those that duo is really good. They've got Aaron Gordon, but Jimmy Butler, I feel like, kind of instills all those guys in one. And then you've had so many people for the Heat that stepped up. Uh, I hate to say it, but a former Hornet, Cody Martin, has looked great this po- this postseason. Uh, Vincent has stepped up and played really well. Tyler Hero, I believe, I is going to be making a comeback. Yeah, uh, after breaking his him. hand, uh, has not had him the whole playoffs. So. Uh, if you get Tyler Hero back, then you're looking really, really good. Uh, but as long as Jimmy Butler's in that line, lineup for the Heat, they're going to have a chance to win every single game in the series. Game one of that series coming up on Thursday. Game one of the Stanley Cup Final will be Saturday night in Vegas. It'll be the Golden Knights and the Panthers. Chandler, how many minutes of the Stanley Cup Final do you think you'll watch? Zero. Yeah, I'm with you. Zero. Like, absolutely zero. And. There, I, I might just put like over under 12 and a half seconds maybe because if it is on at like maybe aj's on a wednesday night nope. and i just I already happen- checked they're next they're they're next thursday so they won't even be on wednesday All right, so zero <laughs> that's what i'm going with too and highlights count on like sports center no, or like no, Twitter? live action on the ice zero you know what uh i coach here in east carolina mike houston said it he said it best zero zilch none 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 <laughs> uh yeah unfortunately i'm uh i'm gonna be a bad sports fan and say zero and honestly i don't know i'll try to get into the nba finals i need to <laughs> we need to drive up to virginia and do something <laughs> i need to so, i haven't been to virginia in a long time me neither <laughs> it's for lovers and uh i've been a hater look i know we're doing our watch along but why are we not taking advantage of going up to charlottesville this weekend <laughs> for the regional oh. we can cover it there well i'm and going we're going to virginia that afternoon before we get back here chandler because we've got to have a line we got to throw down five smackers on the pirates east carolina minus 135 on the money line oklahoma plus 105 what does that mean it means east carolina is a favorite but a slight favorite not a huge favorite it's uh pretty close to a pick em, but east carolina has the edge in the vegas betting lines for that game on friday night once again east carolina minus 135 so bet 13 14 to win 10 dollars to have a total payout of 24 something like that yeah i actually so east carolina playing oklahoma friday at seven o'clock on the deuce or you can just watch us on facebook youtube live with our watch along um but it actually kind of blew my mind. I had a blown mind moment a while ago when Ken Wallington was on, when he said, "I heard, I thought I heard him say that Oklahoma was the runner-up in the national nationally last year." And I thought to myself, "Wait a minute, hold on just a second. Because I remember when we found out we were playing Oklahoma, I was like, "You know, I don't hardly ever see any Oklahoma baseball highlights." So I went and I looked at some of their highlights, like during their Big Twelve championship game this past weekend. And then I didn't see anything about last year. So I went and I literally looked up Oklahoma National Championship. Sure enough, they played Ole Miss last year in the National Championship game. Well, I too didn't know that until Monday. And we have mentioned it several times on the show since then. But, you know, that's that's what the show is for. You tuned in to Pirate Radio Live. You heard a guest. He said something. And you learned something. Yeah. it's the way it goes. Uh, but I'm with you, Chandler. I don't remember that at all. I don't have. I had no. Re- I know. I remember the only I, Oklahoma highlights I see this time of year are softball highlights because they're always they're in the always softball so championship. Good. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, well, let's take our final break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap it up here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. More to go after this. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow had a rough day today. It dropped 134 points, closed out at 32,908. The NASDAQ was down 82 points. At 12,935, and the S&P was down 25 points, finished out the day at 4,179. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Clip. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. About to wrap it up. Coming up Thursday on the show, something for everybody. We'll talk hoops and football in hour number one with Marcus Crandall, Jason Nichols, and Aliko Dunk. So uh, that'll be fun coming up hour number one on Thursday. Hour two, we'll talk Pirate Baseball with former Pirate Brandon Manning. Also, Double B Brian Bailey will join us. Hour three, we'll talk some baseball with Ronald Vincent, RV. He's been on the show every week during these playoffs. We figured we'd keep it rolling and see if we can uh, help him win a championship, a state title coming up this weekend. We'll talk to Ronald Vincent coming up on Thursday, and we will play Name That Sound. We got a fun, informative, entertaining Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live planned. Friday, don't forget, our ECU baseball preview presented by tiebreakers will be live from six to seven on the radio side of things and on facebook youtube and then at seven o'clock we'll move over to just facebook and youtube for our watch party for ecu and oklahoma all right we'll talk to you thursday three o'clock on an all-new edition of pirate radio live for shirley rhodes and the man of chan i am clip brock jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.